Tune in to the Neil Prendeville Show weekdays from 9 a.m. on Cork's Red FM. Get it off your chest. Call Neil Prendeville now. 1850-104-106. Red FM. And with regards to Rebels of Boo, let's jump right into it with Roy O'Hagan <laughs> from the Sports Department. Morning, pal. How are you? I'm all right, but I'm a bit nervous, I, I have know. to say. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous for the next three hours because I'm going to do as much as I can <laughs> with regards to bigging up Sunday's match. Um, you've had a really busy time of it, and over the weekend, people have an opportunity to listen to a two-hour preview podcast that you put together and you've spoken to the great and the good yes indeed it's um, a hectic time for, for us in the, the sport department which is fantastic this for a ch- it's nice though isn't it I'm to be in All-Ireland sh- Final yeah I'm not sure many people at the start of the year would have thought Cork would be in the All-Ireland Final to be perfectly honest maybe three this. maybe you know maybe three wins <laughs> who knows this is absolutely fantastic yeah after the under 20s winning during the week the minors in action against Galway tomorrow of course the seniors against Limerick uh, on Sunday at half past three but we have put together a massive two hour podcast uh, featuring uh, interviews with the Cork Camps. We've heard from Kieran Kingston, uh, the legendary Jeremy Dorocco Sullivan, the uh, legendary Cork captain Patrick Horgan. We also heard to, from defender Jerm Mellerick. We went behind enemy lines as well. And we spoke Boo. to the Limerick camp as well. Yeah, that's what I here. <laughs> Boo those men. Boo them. <laughs> but they were all exceptionally nice and very gracious and spoke out. Yeah, they're Cork. just lulling you into a false sense of security. <laughs> Be nice to them. Hammer them on the day. They're like, oh, Cork are a great team. Like, yeah, know, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't say anything. That's called soft soaping. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything remotely controversial so we heard from John Kiley, Declan Hannan and uh, Dan Morrissey as well uh, Tomás Mulcahy the Cork uh, legendary captain will be on the podcast spoke to Fintan O'Toole one of the best GA riders in the country and for a somewhat independent view considering we beat Kilkenny in the semi-final Tommy Walsh is on it as well oh so my god you've, yeah you've thrown the kitchen sink people can listen to that podcast over the weekend ahead of Sunday what, like, what's, what's Kieran Kingston saying I mean what's his mind what's his mind frame like he's calm and assured and I don't think he gets flustered anyway to be perfectly honest about it you know so he's just calm even anticipating a good game he's very keen to talk up how good Cork have been uh, in the last three games against Clare against Dublin against Kilkenny how they're improving how they're a young side just two of the team that started against Kilkenny were over 24 years of age and uh, they are just on the way I suppose and it's it's early in their process I think we spoke to Kieran Kingston earlier in the year he said look in the next two or three years this core team's going to mature so getting to the final of this stage is a massive uh, fillip for them a lot of the guys wouldn't have played in Croke Park before the game against Kilkenny they have that experience now the big wide open expanse of Croke Park suits this very quick and very uh, attack minded Cork team so it's set up for a thrilling game on yeah, Sunday I mean I watched them uh, for the, the semi-final both Kieran Kingston and The Rock on the sideline and they did look Cam, but inside they must be absolutely up to 90. Um, and, you know, it's, you often wonder, is it harder to be a selector or a manager than it is to be a player? <laughs> it must be, I mean, like... Having been a player and now a manager. <laughs> exactly, I mean, like they both won All-Irelands, of course. They were the Rock of Sullivan, one of the most legendary figures in, in Cork, Gaelic Games. An incredibly nice guy as oh, well. Oh, great guy. I got a little bit starstruck around him, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, he's an incredible guy. He's a presence Still, about him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also then, you know... Because uh, I love hurling, I really do. But when I watch the semi-final, this may sound stupid to you, but you know the long puckouts? Mm. They end up as 50-50 balls, don't they? Why aren't there more short puckouts to your own player? And then, I mean, am I sounding stupid? No, and then moving all. it up the pitch. Yeah, I suppose it's a tactical thing. I suppose Sam Cork have varied their puckouts across the course of the year. Far be it, I'm not criticising, I'm just no, wondering. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. If you go long, it is a 50-50 uh, chance. If you go short, then there's the option to play it up through the lines. And Cork are very good at playing it up through the lines. When they get up to that half-forward line, into the full forward line, that Cork team is just engineered to go for goals every single time they get the ball forward. 
forward and they are a pleasure to watch and there's three or four Cork players running in a line and the, the, the defenders are panicking it's absolutely fantastic to watch in full flight and hopefully we'll see it on Sunday we need to get a couple of goals against the Slimmer team because they're so so good yeah and you know um, let's say it's equal scores a draw mm. at full time what happens? replay um, no be, extra time no, no, no extra time replay on September 4th and then we'll go to extra time uh, and to penalties as well but yeah it's going to be September 4th it was supposed to be the 28th but that's been pushed back because of the Kerry Tyrone debacle um, so yes replay on September 4th but we're not going to need it we're going to win by two points on Sunday anyway <laughs> just, so in, just in case just in case just, but we just, won't need it we're going to win it on the day what will the score be? Uh, I think Cork will win I think it'll be high scoring and I think Cork will win by two points that is my prediction uh, I'm going to go for that Cork by two points on two points that's a tight match then it is that's a heart attack match it's going to be a heart attack match like the Kilkenny game was um, yeah it's going to be I'm actually buzzing and beaming just all okay, the Okay, and who's travelling up for it? Uh, Valerie Wheeler will be in Croke Park for us. Colm O'Sullivan will be there for us. I'm holding the fort back at the base, making sure everything runs efficiently and smoothly for the Big Red Bench at 6pm. When hopefully we'll be talking about an All-Ireland win for the Rebels, the first since 2005. I'm so nervous. <laughs> so, so about, about five, half, five, six o'clock on Sunday, you'll be working on planning for the victorious homecoming reception. Yeah, there's no real homecomings because of COVID though. That's the only thing. The sure. examiner reporting that the, the Limerick and Cork homecomings will be cancelled. I'm sure there'll be unofficial gatherings around the country. All COVID compliant, of course, but nothing official this year, unfortunately, due to COVID restrictions. All right, my man. Thank you for laying it out for us this morning. Cork by two points on Sunday. <laughs> so says Rory. Have a great weekend. The Neil Prenderville Show. Paper-wise this morning, uh, there was a story that made the nine o'clock there that actually is a story that also makes the, the echo. And you talk about the waste and the want in this country and the different government departments and their budgets and what they spend and what they don't spend and what they give back and robot trees and everything. And you have penny dinners then stocking up the pantries and stocking up the fridges of uh, creches and preschools for them so that they can then distribute to poverty-stricken families to help ensure that they don't go hungry. Food aid at creches, that's where we're at now. It's a grabbing headline and story, it really and truly is. I mean, this is another example of the incredible work that's done by Penny Dinners on Leaside, day in, day out, year in, year out, decade after decade, for hundreds of years. It's a front pager uh, where they talk with Katrina Toomey explaining that parents had previously opened up to them about their heartbreaking situations and they prompt, that prompted them then into stocking larders and fridges in some creches and preschools. And again, you know, you're talking about food and your indoor dining and your outdoor dining and all that kind of stuff. Um, Michal Martin has said that indoor diners at some stage in the future, you know, won't need to produce a digital COVID cert once the vaccination program has concluded. So at that, at some stage, the cert will go and those that are vaccinated and those that are unvaccinated will be mixing indoors. So obviously that will happen. I mean, this is not going to be the way it is for the rest of time. Um, but uh, there will be, he's saying in some of the other papers this morning, some ongoing restrictions, certainly across the rest of the year, he says, and maybe till spring. So that's probably what he's talking about, that certainly the rest of the year and possibly till spring, we'll have COVID certs and masks indoors and what have you. But there's another aspect to coronavirus, of course, and that's those people who are working from home. And there's a front page you're making the mail this morning that says that uh, you will have a legal right to work from home. They're now drawing up legislation which will give employees the legal right to stay at home to work from home, um, and the, the Taunishta has said that 
you will be in law, be allowed to work remotely as long as the work gets done. Now, think of the headaches it's going to cause when the work isn't getting done from people who are working from home. How will you deal with that? How will the Employment Tribunals Commission deal with that when it becomes an issue in that regard? So it won't be a choice anymore, really. It will, well, it will be always a choice in the sense that many will want to go back. But if you don't want to, you'll be legally protected, as in not having to. But what are the expenses of it, of using your home? or a hub, um, uh, an overwhelming amount of people who are researched, 85%, uh, believe that companies should pay for the equipment to be used in um, the hub arrangement, you know, this new blended work environment, because there can be a lot involved in this with regards to tech, wiring, cabling, tables, seating, screens, all sorts of things like that. And, and then you got to look at the utility bill increases to whether the blended arrangement would help with regards to paying some of the bills working from home. I mean, also at a stretch, you could say, I'm at home, I'm eating more because I'm at home. Maybe the employer should be divvying up some money when it comes to grocery bills, but that's probably taking it a step too far. Um, the mayor's squaring up on the border yesterday. Some great photographs in the Echo and the Examiner on that one today. And Own English is a very funny article in the Examiner where he says that uh, they met up on the border. There was no serious injuries reported uh, after the border skirmish, but there was one heard complaining about an aching back and another mentioning a dodgy knee. But it was a great photo op, of course, and, uh, you know, they finally met face to face on the border yesterday, uh, the Lord Mayor's. I'll talk to the Cork Lord Mayor, Colin Kelleher, a little later on this morning. Um, it was a friendly clash of the ash. Don't know how friendly it'll be on Sunday afternoon, but we'll have to wait and see. This story with regards to insurance firms, everybody's, all oh, the papers seem to be kind of dancing around this story. They say six of the insurance companies may have broken the law, but how? Um, are they saying, for instance, that insurance companies are controlling the market? in the sense that they're keeping uh, premiums artificially high. Well, we suspected that and that there's almost some kind of a a group um, deal going on here to keep them high, you know, um, that nobody is going to break ranks on that one. We kind of always suspected it, didn't we? It's a very sad story making the papers today of the great Dennis Law, yet another football legend who has now been diagnosed with dementia. We heard the sad news recently, of course, some, well, I think it was maybe over the last couple of years that Bobby Charlton also has been diagnosed with dementia. And, and this is very worrying because there was a study out there recently showing that players, footballers, were three and a half times more likely to develop brain conditions than the general population due to heading footballs. And they say that the footballs that were heading in the 50s, 60s, 70s, probably started to change in the 80s, were like what they used to call medicine balls before. They were hard, rock hard footballs, really and truly. Uh, And apparently it did a lot of damage in the brain department. They're much lighter now and... um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. For, I don't know enough about soccer as to whether they'll ever ban heading. But I know there was some debate about it a few years ago, particularly with kids heading the ball and what have you. Uh, another head the ball. I shouldn't call him head the ball because he's lovely, Wally the Walrus. But apparently, he's getting rightly fed up of people hassling him. We spoke about this on the air yesterday. He ain't no fungi, uh, and he's agitated and annoyed by tourists coming too close to him. And the Red Tops have picked up on that one. There's a lot of online photographs of him moving from rib to rib to rib. Um, and then on a more serious note, people moving from place to place. Have you seen the photographs and the videos of terrified mothers passing their children over the razor wire fences Um, urging the troops on the other side to save my baby, save my baby. The Taliban continue to secure their grip on power in Afghanistan. And uh, they're poignant scenes, very sad and tragic scenes, where you see mothers of children and babies literally 
giving up their children uh, to, in the hope that they'll have a, a safer and a happier life outside of the country. Here in Ireland, they're saying, would you imagine the growth in firearms? They say if you wanted to get a gun today, you could get a gun today. I don't know how much you'd pay for it. I think somebody once told me you got a handgun for, for, for 700 euro. I don't know how accurate that is, but they're seizing 15 potentially lethal firearms a week in this country here. And we're talking about some heavy tech stuff. It's not all handguns, apparently. They're submachine guns as well, full length shotguns um, and lots of guns, uh, right down to air guns, to be honest with you. But the real serious stuff includes submachine guns, uh, Uzis and things like that, which are available on the market, more so now than ever. And a couple of funny, interesting ones. In the woke world we live in now, apparently they're giving songs a new lease of life. I may come back to a lot of them a little later on this morning, but if you remember the old song She by Charles Aznavour, a cover version, beautiful version of it was done by Elvis Costello. They say that in the new world going forward, it will be no longer known as She by title. It will be known as They. They may be the beauty or the beast. Maybe the famine or the feast. I sing that one for you, but I ain't going to sing the other one, which is the Weather Girls hit from 1982. It's raining men. I sang it. It's Friday. So from now on, that won't be it's raining men. It will be it's raining them. Hallelujah. It's raining them. Oh, and incidentally, it is. This is the Neil Prenderville Show. Tweet the show at Neil Red FM. 104 to 106 Red FM. Lots of hurling for you, lots of crack, lots of build-up. Oh, incidentally, um, the competition to get yourself limo-driven by S-Class Merck from Cork Chauffeurs Limited, that's now closed. So any email that's in at this moment in time, I will use. But from here on forward, I won't be using them because we need to start tabulating the final ones. I mean, it's been a huge response to it. If you're traveling to the match on Sunday, you could be going up by S-Class Merck if your email is in by now, okay? So that's where we close and we'll tabulate them all. We've a lot of them done. Won't say any more about it for now, but a big response to it. What, what am I talking about? The dream team, the Cork hurling dream team, whoever came closest to Jordan Back- Bracken's list. Okay, um, listen, it's Friday as you know, and it means that it's a free food Friday, courtesy of ourselves and Oak Fire Pizza. So real wood fire pizza, Douglas, Clonakilty, Bandon, Princess Street and Gillabby Street. The new store in the East Village in Douglas is flying. So your opportunity, we'll have three winners again uh, this week uh, and each of you will, re- will receive four large pizza vouchers with sides. So three winners. All you got to do, as usual, is text who you are and where you are to 0868104106. Text who you are and where you are to 0868104106 and we'll start the shout-outs in about half an hour's time. There's one interesting other uh, food-related story making the papers today. The things that you eat that are either adding minutes to your life or the things that you eat that are taking minutes from your life. Like the Yanks apparently get through 20 billion of them a year and they're popular on this side of the Atlantic too. Of what do I speak? If you said hot dogs, you'd be absolutely right. But apparently researchers are saying that for every hot dog you eat, it's taking 36 minutes from your life. So if you've eaten hundreds of them, or maybe thousands of them, as some Yanks might claim, they're taking months or years off their life just from the humble hot dog and bun alone. So that's food for thought, isn't it? If you'll pardon the pun. But there are other things, apparently, that actually, and you know, well, if you look at sweets or, um, you know, different types of like chicken wings and bacon and hot dogs and burgers and stuff like that. They're all minuses to your life. But would you believe that a plus to your life is peanut butter and jam sandwich on bread? 
You wouldn't have thought that would have added minutes to your life. But apparently, these are the ones that you gain minutage from. Salted peanuts, baked salmon, refried beans. Not a fan of those. Whole wheat bread. Honey nut cereal. Really? Does that mean if you have six bowls of it in the morning, like you're adding a couple of hours to your life every single day? I mean, if you ate nothing but honey nut cereal, which I clearly would do, I'd never bother with it. Anyway, just uh, beware of the hot dogs, they're saying. And also, a bit of wacky news for you this morning. I was inside in town yesterday, and one of the big stories in there isn't necessarily just the hurlers, but the fact that Brown Thomas have launched their famous Christmas shop. And what are we, like 18 weeks to Christmas? But I suppose we could do it a bit of a lift. I <laughs> mean... There are those that maybe have their Christmas shopping done already. And they're the smart ones, aren't we? Aren't they? Anyway, lines open at one 104 106 So it's all about the rebels. It's all about the hurling. It's not the whole programme, but certainly we'll be jumping in and out of it because this, of course, is an historic weekend for the under-20s, the minors and the seniors. So we'll blast away with a few tunes as well across the morning. Lines open one 104106 Text 0868-104-106. I'm not sure if you mentioned Garnish Island in the list of what Cork has to offer. Most amazing place yet. The list grows on and on as to why we're better than anybody else. Just on the Cork v Limerick thing, I think both have more in common than differences. The Treaty Stone versus the Blarney Stone. Both have tunnels under the rivers. Both have rugby stadia. Uh, Both had to endure the N20 Ireland last national primary farm track. The Ireland, uh, sorry, King John's Castle versus Elizabeth Fort. And of course, Cork has three All-Ireland hurling titles for each one that Limerick has. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Thank you for that. Sure, we could be twins if one of the twins was richer, stronger and better looking. <laughs> that would make us the richer, stronger, better looking twin, I would hope. Is that the case? Anyway, lots then on jerseys for those of you that are still in the market. Sports Direct and Balancholic, Bandon and Middleton have loads of small jerseys and jerseys of all sizes. Lifestyle Sport have next day delivery. Um, tell the girl, and anyway, we're looking... Buy a bigger jersey for the child and cut it down or we'll do it for her at Elaine's Sewing in Mayfield. Well, thank you for that. Also, with regards to flags, bunting, hats and scarves, loads of great photographs coming in. Pa the Piper's house looks fantastic. Azure looks absolutely super. People are sending me photographs every single day. Uh, I have to say that I was in the city yesterday afternoon. I was in there twice. I was in there by day. One of the most fantastic sights I saw was last night around about nine o'clock. I was just picking somebody up off the train and when I came in and rounded the corner and saw Crawford and Co with their big huge screen it just looked absolutely magnificent they have one of these big mobile screens you know the advertising TV screens and they had the players on it and they had cork images on it in full colour and it looked absolutely great and of course the pubs will be doing good business on Sunday afternoon with regards to uh, showing the match live but other than that by day and I was on the bike so I was all over very 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 few I mean there are so some businesses making an effort. There's the odd bit of bunting here and there. But there isn't a flag nor a bit of bunting on a single city pole. Um, city council have been found very wanting on this. Not, not very wanting, but asleep at the wheel. Nothing. Absolutely zero. No red and white. Some businesses are making a big effort. Some more than others. Few pubs are doing the business. But by and large, little or nothing. I mean... Really and truly, on a normal day, if you just went through the city, you'd think there was nothing going on at all. It's very sad, I have to say. Really, really a shame because it wouldn't have taken much and it wouldn't have cost a lot. Anyway, to the super fan, Mary Scannell. Mary, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? How's the house looking? The house is looking fab. The house is looking fab. I I do it every time. And and tell everyone what you've done. 
I was online there a couple of weeks ago and I spotted um, a duvet cover with Kirk Gig and up the Rebels. So I Where? said, at 57, why not treat myself? Where did you get that? I got it in a very posh now shop down on Oliver Plunkett Street, M&G's, Neil. An actual duvet. I've seen a photograph of it. It looks magnificent. <laughs> I saw it online and I sent away on the Tuesday night. It was here on Thursday morning. And, uh, and, and matching pillowcases. Matching pillowcases up the rebels. I never slept so well. <laughs> it's a good sleep on it, is there? Me, are you sure you're not sleeping with the 15 hurlers in room for the six tubs on the floor? <laughs> it's a great effort. Listen, it's a great... Where did you say you got it in case somebody wants to get one at short notice? Michael Gaines is where I saw it. M and G's, you said Michael. M and G's, that posh, you know, that really posh shop. Um, $19.99 and $14.99 for the single. Oh my, I love so, it. Well worth it. I think it's fantastic. Sure, that's cheapest chips in fairness. I love it. I'm telling you now, there was nothing like that around when I was a child. Oh my god. And tell me tell me about tell me about going to matches or being at finals or going to Croke Park since you were what, since seven? Oh my father took me to my first match in the seventies and I fell in love with Harley. And I have five brothers, fifteen nephews, three nieces. And two brothers-in-law and the whole family are involved in the J. We love it. So what club? Years, what do you mind me asking? What club? Oh, St. Finbar. I would have thought so with Balafia. Well, there's a, yeah, there's yeah. a couple from there now, Duck and Douglas, like. But, um, <laughs> couple gone rogue. <laughs> do you know? No, gone rogue. Like they, they moved up in the world and they moved out of Balafia. <laughs> Overall, though, in fairness, no name. We're big supporters all down. My father took us. I can go back now to when the car be overloaded and the sun to be striking off with her list up to Limerick to, to a match. We get as far as Charlieville or we get, and he'd tell you, get out of the car, then walk through the town, the guards are here. <laughs> Too we many in the car, is it? Too many in the car. <laughs> we get back into the car on the other side of the town, then again, strike on another bit of the road. Oh, that's so fantastic. Would you take the sandwiches and the flask and the bags oh, of crisps and everything? Everything be packed into the car. My mother was great for that. And uh, she'd go to the matches with us. We were all at the centenary final in 1984. The whole family went. Were you at the double in 90? I was at the double. I was so lucky, Neil. I was so lucky to get tickets for the two finals. And uh, up in Hill 16, sure, we nearly trampled to death. And the final whistle went on the 16th of September 1990 when they won the double. That was the football final. Love so, and G, the car went mental. I know. Would you blame? Would you have more of a graw for the football or the hurling? Oh no, the hurling, the hurling, the hurling. I, I follow both codes, you know, the whole way. I spent a fortune over the years following both codes of them, but um, the hurling would be my main love. No, I. That's your say. passion. And tell me, how and do you how how do you feel about not having tickets for Sunday? Well, you see, I, I'm I'm realistic now, Neil, because. Like, there's only 40,000 allowed, to be fair now. I worked for I worked for Musgrave, who are the main sponsor, Super Value. Mm. And she, they've always been good to the staff and everything, but there's no way that you could expect to take it this year now. I mean, I well, did get some criticism from a few different supporters and people who had joined different clubs where they were saying that the top tables and the committees and those involved in the suits got tickets first and that some of them got two tickets and that by the time it came down to the supporters, there was hardly anything left. 
But to me, those people are supporters too. You look at the time they put into the clubs. Clubs would be there only farther. I know that, but I couldn't help wonder at the time when there were so few tickets, why didn't they suspend that arrangement and just have a draw of all of the tickets? I yeah, but I mean, they have to have representation there all as right. well. All right, okay, I'm okay. The president okay. of a club has to be there. I have no problem with that, no, because to me, they're all as important in the GA as, as the supporters are. They've all followed down through the years. They're the people that go out on rainy nights, a day like today. And they're organising the kids' matches and everything. They put phenomenal time into clubs. They yep. really do. And the GA wouldn't be the success it is only for all the volunteers down through the years. So you put up a good defence, in fairness to you. You put up a good defence. I would sit there now on Sunday in front of the telly crying in my heart that I'm not in Croke Park. But, to be fair, anyone who does get a ticket, fair dues to them. I hope they have a fantastic day. I have great faith in this team. I really believe this is our time. Well said. I really well said. Well, you know, I, what, you, really you know what you do now Sunday afternoon when you're watching that match? Wrap that duvet around you. <laughs> I tell you now, behind your hands and knees, praying to her lady first that she'll guide the splitter in the right direction <laughs> and that no one gets injured. I'll be saying all my prayers for I tell you, Neil, I met up with a friend, Geraldine, the 86 All Ireland final, and we had a fair session the night before. And we were playing Galway, and the following morning, we woke up with sick heads and all the rest of it, and we'd be looking for a church to go to Mass <laughs> because I was afraid of my life I didn't go to Mass, we wouldn't win the game. <laughs> I thought, we I thought you were looking for divine divine intervention to get rid of the hangover. Oh my Jesus, I'm not joking. You know, we we wandered off down the street and we ended up in Sean McDermott Street. We didn't know where we were. And the, oh, in fairness, this guy, he came along and he says, girls, you're going the wrong way now and you're going to, into a lot of bother. So he took us back to the Pro Cathedral. We got in just for the um, priest just before communion was given out. And I said, look, we made the effort anyway. Get in and we'll say a few prayers and we won. We were crazy. <laughs> we were delighted with ourselves. The only thing about <laughs> it is, you know, the you know the session the night before and the party is great at the time, but it ruins the next day, doesn't it? Not when you're in your twenties. I suppose not. You recover fast. It, no, it might ruin it now at this stage, at the age I am now. But not when I was in my twenties. Jesus, <laughs> me, we go for days. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just that it got harder as you got older. You know, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. definitely. In 1990, now. Not alone had we the great summer hurling and football that we had, but we had the World Cup as well that time. So by the time we were finished 1990, I'd say we were drunk for about six months. That's true, actually. And we I did think, have Italia 90 and the double the same year. Italia 90 did fall, and I used to go into Canty's bar. <laughs> it was one long and party. I used to sing songs, oh my God, and some of the people now I went to the matches with all down through the years, names have sadly passed on, died way before. Yeah, Leonard, Jerry, Lord and Martin and Sean they were great great bodies like and you know I'd be thinking of them Sunday now as well because we had some crack over the years alright well hold on I'm there a lucky. second hold on there a second if you don't mind because Harry Toomey wants to spoil your party he's a Limerick man in Limerick uh, Harry oh, good morning bring good him morning Neil Harting are you trying to spoil our buzz oh definitely Neil definitely <laughs> <laughs> You've had Harry, it for. I give you the greatest respect now because you are a great team. I wouldn't take it from me, and you're going to be very hard to beat on Sunday. But I'm sorry, your heart is going to be broken. You're not going to have your back. <laughs> well, no, uh, at the start, at, at the start of the year, I I said that uh, it would be uh, 
between Corkin uh, and, and, and Limerick and that was before a ball was poked so um, uh, look I, I don't know I think it may be a year too early for Cork but Not we were fairly we're fairly confident up here now ok well you know you can't win a match just on confidence alone you know it's oh, all correct, about correct. It's, it's all about correct. but you think that a point will do it is it? oh a point will do it we don't mind back to back champions we don't mind like and tell me are you going to Croke Park? I am. I am. I'm fortunate enough. You know, and are you in a, are you in a GAA box? Allegedly, yes, we are, yeah. <laughs> a goggle box. A gaga box. <laughs> a gaga box. That's posh, is it? Do you get sandwiches? No, no, and be- no, no. It's far from posh. It's GAA, GAA box. <laughs> what? So <laughs> we, got, we, we, we got into that last year when there was no offense going. Is that corporate then? Oh, Jake, I presume so. I so, presume like, do so. you get sandwiches and prawns and, and beer and things? Well, uh, we'll still bring it. There'll be no beer anyway. We were told that. But we'll bring our own sandwiches anyway. So, like, you know, when we're on the road for the last four years, they have to get expensive, like. Well, it's a pity there won't be beer in there, pal, because you could drown your sorrows on it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> all right, well, it's only, it's only a bit of banter. Not. That's all. That's all. No, it's not. You know, we take it very seriously up here. I don't know about you fellas across the border. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's very serious up Can here. Can I just say one thing, Gino? Yeah. The facts speak for themselves. Liam Sheedy is after stepping down as temporary manager. Joe Canning, one of the greatest hurlers in the country, is after retiring from Galway. Why? Because Cork are on the up and they're all afraid of him, guys. No, no, you've got that wrong. They're sick of Limerick beating them. That's what's wrong. Ah, I should know. Come here. You can't, they can't see beyond Limerick, you see. We heard the banks around Cork had something out by the whole country will be lifted. The whole country will be weak and they'll say they're back to Becker. No, no, I don't. And we'll try and keep you down as long as we can. Bring it on. I was going to say maybe made the best team win, but I'd be lying. Yeah, I know that. And so even Limerick men, they are playing midfield for you as well, like Shane Fitzgibbon, like so. <laughs> Shane will run his Limerick jersey and then his Cork jersey, you know? All right, Dara my man. Fitzgibbon. Dara Fitzgibbon. And have you... Dara Fitzgibbon. Dara Fitzgibbon, correct. Yeah, you can't... You, you're so afraid. We disowned him, we disowned him once he went to Charleville, like... We were, we were doing we were doing stuff on the air during the week as to what Cork has that Limerick doesn't and why Cork is better than Limerick and a lot of people were razzing Limerick by the around the fact that you don't even have an airport. Is that a very touchy subject with you guys that you wanted to be in Limerick but you know that it's in Clare? No, no, no. We don't have any problem with uh, with not having an airport. We're very happy in Limerick itself. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't need any outsiders coming in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, okay. All right, I'm going to move on, Mary. Yes, Neil. Last word to you then. Where we sported and played, <laughs> made the green leafy shade on the banks of my own lovely leaf. <laughs> Harry, will I give it? You're my lady. <laughs> You're Shannon Waters. Tears of joy that flow. Go on, Limerick. All right, go on, Cork. 
David Bowie's Rebel Rebel on Lee Side. Willie from Spar on McCurtain Street, my old buddy, old pal. How are you, Willie? He's on. Uh, was on yesterday, saying that he's got cork flags, he's got bunting, and he's got scarves ahead of the weekend final. Great shop there, and a great guy, Willie in Spar on McCurtain Street. If you're looking uh, for flags, bunting, and scarves, we have pre-packed scarves. Sorry, we have pre-packed balloons, bunting and car flags to give away every day this week, courtesy of ourselves and Twilight News. So we've got more of them to do. The balance of them today, that could be like, I don't know, we could have four or five left. Bunches of them. Everybody wins a bunch of flags. The bunting is 50 feet of bunting and also a beautiful balloon display with the cork flag up through the centre of it. It looks absolutely fantastic. And thank you to John at Twilight News. So you're listening out for this cue to call. Little later on this morning when I play it, we'll be taking callers 10 and 11. If there's extra, we'll do those as well, but not before uh, I play this again later on this morning. But this is what you're listening out for. On the banks of my own lovely league. Up the Rebels, back after the break. Talk to Neil Prinderville now. 1851 Red FM. Ah, yes, Neil, you were talking about the fact that there'll be no easing of restrictions and things like that. Yes, there was. And uh, what? Um, there'll be no further easing of restrictions until politicians get caught doing the things they expect us not to do. Then, when they're caught, there'll be further easings of restrictions. You know what? You may not have ever said a truer word. On Cork, GAA and the hurling and getting behind the players. We're all getting behind the senior hurlers brilliantly. Can we please keep giving big shout-outs to the minors playing on Saturday? These amazing young guys are our future all-stars. Morning, Neil. Walked through Mallow Town last night. I saw outside a cafe they had cork bunting in their outdoor area, but also limerick bunting. I don't know. Would somewhere in Limerick have cork colours flying? I suppose I suppose the cafe just wants to be fair to everybody, but you're right. I think you should call it either one or the other. And in Cork and in Mallow, it should be just the red and white. Uh, sure, there are GA tickets gone all the way to New York and indeed London GAA. It's nothing short of a disgrace, says Joanne. Neil, I have 10 euro on Cork at 14 to 1 and at 8 to 1. So are those odds still available or have they narrowed? It sounds as if the bookies don't expect a Cork win. 14 to 1 is a great, great bet. Now, I know I was talking about cycling around the city yesterday. One place that I didn't get to go up and down because it's pedestrianised and that's Oliver Plunkett Street. I love Oliver Plunkett Street. Uh, but text here says, I walked past Michael Guiney's yesterday and I had to stop in my tracks. Their windows are washed with red and white. It's absolutely jaw-dropping. It's top class, so fair play to all of the staff there. There's one or two businesses on the Mall, incidentally, have put on super-duper displays. I think one of them might be an auctioneer's. Um, but uh, well done to Michael Guinness. And also, bear in mind that you can get a duvet colour and matching pillars in the cork colours and the cork crest for something like change out of 20 euro. Nice duvet, wouldn't it? I think it'd be lovely. I mean... All too often you hear of Man United duvets, so it's great to have a Cork one. There's a Limerick flag flying at the junction of Grange and Donnybrook Hill. Infiltrators. <laughs> There's spies amongst us, says Pat. Can you tell them in Canturk to get off their backsides and put up Cork flags? There's just one flag flying in the village of Canturk, and apparently, I'm told, it's a Limerick one. Um, Anil, you need to be fair. Fair play to City Council. Sure, haven't they all the red and white traffic cones out leading into the city to support the team? 
The best city council can do for the red and white is red and white traffic cones. Please wish the best of luck to Russell Rovers GAA Club, who are playing Castle Martyr on Saturday. Uh, good luck to him. Drove down the quays in Dublin yesterday. Every second pole had a cork flag followed by a limerick flag. Mother of God, really? And not a single cork flag on a single cork pole but yet they have them in Dublin in anticipation of the game on Sunday. I mean, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? I just want to say, Morley's window display is always great to be fair. I remember seeing it at Christmas thinking it was fantastic. Now supporting the Rebels. Well done to Morley's. Come on, the Rebels. And just one or two more. As far as I know, if Cork win the Lee McCarthy Cup on Sunday, it will not be allowed back to Leeside because of COVID restrictions. This is totally wrong. I'd be delighted if you could start a campaign to get it back to Cork if we win, says Kieran. Uh, are you suggesting that the Liam McCarthy himself would have to go into quarantine for like 10 days? before he can come back on to Leeside. Uh, not a flag, nor a bit of colour in Parky Cueve or Parky Ring. Uh, check that out. Ah, oh, man. And, and if it's still the same, then that is just so disappointing. In fact, it would be more on the Lord Mayor's line, says a texter here, it would be more on the Lord Mayor's line to instruct council to paint the town red and white instead of sending letters to the Mayor of Limerick. Uh, well, that's where we at. Keep those texts coming. Text 0868104106. And we'll pick it up after 10. Hi, it's Connor. Join me Sunday from 7 for Green on Red, bringing you the biggest, the best, and newest names in Irish music. Believe it. 104 to 106. Red FM. And it's this also... This is the Neil Frienderville Show. A free food Friday, courtesy of ourselves and Oak Farm Pizza. Okay, so some shout-outs. Keep them coming. Text who you are and where you are to 0868104106. Morning to everybody listening at TK Maxx in Douglas to Amari, Ireland on the Tremor Road, Anglesey Street, Garda Station, Pro Valley at Maham Point, Carrick Tool Pharmacy would love pizza, so would everybody at Little Island Dental Surgery. Morning Sarah to Irish Removals in Bishopstown. Up the Rebels, they say. Tig Hawes Motor Parts in Toker are listening, love the show. So is everybody at Euro Car Parts in Ducloyne. Everybody at Cork Distribution in Little Island are listening. Morning Imelda to everybody at the DPD Depot, uh, to the CUMH and Joanne and all of the staff working hard. O'Driscoll Motors in Inniscarra. We'd love some pizza on this horrible day. Working from home, says Anthony in Churchfield. Uh, Trevor Toolhire are listening. Doyle Shipping Group. I think they won last week. Hope you enjoyed it. So did Sub-Zero Cryotherapy and they're back again. They want more pizza. They loved it. Um, Connor in Douglas Nursing Home says, feed the hard-working medical staff out here. We'd love it. It'd be a great treat to keep us working hard, keeping the safe, keeping the staff safe, or pardon me, the residents safe. And finally, Ashley Ailish in Mitchellstown has clocked up 17 months WFH. Uh, that's working from home uh, and she's listening away as her dog snores at her feet I could do with some pizza it keeps me sane pizza keeps you sane keep those shout outs coming text 0868104106 who you are and where you are three winners again today four pizzas each large ones with sides courtesy of ourselves and Oak Fire Pizza but back to the game in hand the game on Sunday and I'm trying to drop in as much music related stuff to do with the match and Cork as I can across the morning and I have another opportunity now but just ahead of that two very important people that I want to talk to one is Danny Power morning Danny hello how are you Neil I'm good my man and the other is Jamie the King Four. Jamie Hi, Neil. How's things, brother? I even recognise your voice from the cabinologist <laughs> rap song, Jamie. Morning to you. Morning to you too. You're the lead singer in the song. Yeah, but it's mainly a group thing, but they asked me to rap it. I love it. You did an excellent job. How long have you been going up to the hot and grown abroher, up to the cabin? Up, up to the cabin in Ocknihini. Um... 
It's about four years, five years now. All right. Something like that. Yeah. And then the hot. And why did you go up there? I mean, do you, do you like singing? Do you like rapping? Do you like dancing? Oh, I love it. Whose idea was it first? Was it your mam's I heard, was it? No, my um, sister got on to Gary for me. And up you went. Were you not Gary, of course, is the main man, Gary GMC. Were you nervous? Not really. You're a natural rapper. Danny, good morning to you. You've been going for a long, long time. <laughs> like, what are you now, 20? I'm 20 now, yeah. And you've been going <laughs> since when you were, what, nine? Since I was nine, yeah. <laughs> and I think you feature in the chorus line. Uh, I do, I feature on the chorus line, I'm in the background, just to give the king some support, you know. And are you, um, are you Jamie's big buddy? Uh, I, uh, I'm like Jamie's big brother. Jamie's like, I, I treat him like my little brother, he's absolutely amazing. Yeah. But his talent is absolutely unreal. He's unreal, he just sounds so natural, doesn't he? He's a real talent yeah, for it. that's it, exactly. It just sounds like it, it's meant to be him rapping the song, any song he raps. You know? Well, it's an honour speaking to you, Danny, because you're an actor, you're a rapper, you had lead yeah. roles in The Young Offenders, you've done a few short films over the last few years. Well done, fella. Well, thanks very much, Neil. <laughs> and you know what? I can't help but think it's been a tough old year and a half for actors, isn't it, and musicians? Oh, it hasn't been. It's, it's terrible. Like, everything that was meant to be happening is now stopped. And hopefully, but it's better to come back now, So. Hopefully it gets back and we can all start writing songs and making movies and doing everything we can. Absolutely. And tell us a little bit about what they do in the hut in Gron and the cabin in Knocknahini. What's it all about? Well, really, the hut, the hut, the cabin, really, are like the hut is like a youth centre. So it's like there's lots of different things going on in the hut. There's uh, homework classes, there's rapping classes, there's singing classes. And really, that's where I started off first. I'd like When I was nine, I went up there first. And the rapping classes only started, so there was no like young people, it was all older people. And then I just stayed there over the years and then as we progressed we got the cabin. And then the cabin the cabin was like our safe home. Because <laughs> anytime we needed to do something you go to the cabin because the cabin has everything. It has uh the recording booth, it has loads of laptops, beat makers, basically whatever we need to help us. And yeah, like it for me, the two of them places basically like saved my youth and helped me grow up and be like a respectful young for that but also have talent and know that I can have a bit of fun with life you know how many all told between the two how, how what, sorry how many all told if you were add up all of the kids that are going there and have been over we're talking like oh. hundreds and hundreds I'd say nearly uh, I'd say out of the two of them I'd say there'd at least be a good there'd be a good there'd be like maybe 50 at any one time? Uh, 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 oh, well, uh, at one time it would probably be shorter than that. Like, But if you added the two together, it would be massive. That is amazing. And Jamie the King. Yeah. Jamie you, is the king you, of <laughs> everything. <laughs> He's got the attitude, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> you know when you're rapping, do you have to memorize yeah. all of the rap or do you kind of sometimes make it up as you go along when you're doing your own rap stuff? You learn it. Well, if you had a concert, you'd learn it the day before. Do you talk and rap with your mates then? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you have any of your own raps that you could share with us, like a bit of a chat and rap? Go on, Jenny, you've loaded. Cork one, that's about it. You have what? The Cork Rebel one. Will I give it a spin? 
Oh, yeah. All right, my man. I'll give it a spin. <laughs> Do you enjoy making that? Oh, I loved it. And can you give me some of the names of your pals who are on it with you? I know Danny's on it, of course. Who else? <laughs> um, Dan- Daniel Sheehan, Ava Collins, Caitlin O'Sullivan. Um, Taylor as well. Gary was in the backing vocals. Taylor Shaw. You're a real talent, boy. You really are. There's good things ahead for you. And what do you make of... What do you make oh, of... Oh, uh, Sean Downey done the video as well for it. Can't forget Gary McCarthy as well. And Gary McCarthy. Sean Downey done man. the video for and it. And Sean Downey's video. I've seen that as well. We're going to share all of that. Will we give it a spin, lads? Definitely. Jamie, J- Jamie who's going to win the match on Sunday? Hark, definitely. Any idea about how much they're going to win? I don't know, but I'd say they're definitely going to hammer them anyway, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> enough said I'm sure you agree with him Danny I do <laughs> alright let's have a listen guys Rebel with us thank you Jamie the King Ford and thank you Danny Parr have a great weekend and up the Rebels right uh, up the Rebels up the Rebels I'm up in the cabin they're recording a jury tune okay come on the Rebels you better believe it come Hello, on the Rebels man. Will you click me from the cabin there? I'm done. All right, I'll be up there soon, okay? Always ma'am in the waiting. Always ma'am on the sidelines. I love it. I love the rap. I love the lyrics. I got the shams down Shandon. <laughs> well done to the cabinologists. And I, a great song called, a great rap called Rebel With Us, but a particular mention to great Gary Mack for the super work that GMC does. Back after the break. The Neil Prenderville Show on Twitter at Neil Red FM. Okay, keep those calls coming, keep those texts of support coming. Text 0868104106. Busy morning with the countdown well and truly underway to Sunday afternoon. Pat, good morning. Good morning, how are you doing? I'm good. Meanwhile, you would think, wouldn't you, that at Christie Ring Park there would yeah. be a flag or two? Yes. Neil, when I came along there yesterday evening, my son in the car with me, we stopped and we looked. I couldn't believe it. Not a red and white flag on Christie Ring Park. It would be very easy to I, do it off the outside wall. Shame, shame on every member of the Cock County Board to do that to Christie Ring, to insult Christie Ring. You know, it's not good enough. Christie Ring demanded gave us all enjoyment down the years. Do you, do you think that it is a snob and an insult to Ring? Uh, it's very hard to, to, to think otherwise. The first thing I'm going to be, we've got a Christie Ring Park Ring decorated in memory of Christie Ring. Yeah. They're yeah. all going to various radios and all Yeah, your the line isn't great, Pat. You're not on the speakerphone, are you know? But yeah, can you um I just when I passed that yesterday? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a shame. I I I was I was angry. I was in, I was angry and I was sad remember Christy Ring and these people couldn't come down and put even one flag up and that for him like you know why so, I mean it would have been so easy to do I mean it's not as if you'd forget to do something like that right I hope that the Cork team have more fire in their belly on Sunday than these members of the Cork County Board have the men in the suits that's what I would say I the know. men in the suits the men that go to meetings all talk and no action you I know, wonder what what's how I wonder what Limerick is like by comparison, for instance. Well, no, I, I'll say something else. When I was coming back in yesterday into the city, and I went to Blackpool. Blackpool was all decorated up up Fair Hill, up Holly Hill, 
on our way up along there, all those houses, there was flags and bunting flying. And it Shandon Street's supposed to be superb as well. I was up that it, area it yesterday. Is, yeah. it, it, it raised my, my spirits because they are the, they are the people that matter, you know? So look, I, I won't delay you. You're a very right, busy man. man. What I'm saying is, like, I was hurt, shamed, and everything when I passed that pitch yesterday evening, you know? All right. It's probably more can be said. And Neil, thank you for bringing this spirit of the cock spirit in all the week. It reminds me of all times, like, you know. I know, but it's just, it's easy to do it and it's just fun and it costs nothing, you know. Ah, uh, look, we, 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 we'll just say a few best for these people in the Cork County Board. All right, pal, you know? take care of yourself, Pat. Appreciate the call. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. Right. Thank okay, you. listen, yesterday, right? Yesterday, we had the hurler, hurling, or I should say, hurleys on the border, the Cork-Limerick border. As promised, Cork's Lord Mayor, Colm Kelleher, faced off against the Mayor of Limerick, Daniel Butler. And, of course, there was a photo up there and the photographs are making online this morning and they're also making the examiner and the echo. Owen English says there was no serious injuries reported after the border skirmish. They were complaining, all right, about aching backs and dodgy knees. Cork's Lord Mayor Colin Kelleher joins me by phone. Lord Mayor, good morning. Good morning, mate. <laughs> Do you like my little touch there with the good, the bad and the ugly? Do you know, we were on the way down yesterday and Finbar said, wouldn't it be great if someone played him, you know, good, the bad and the ugly, and ironically enough, there we are this morning. Yeah, they're probably not, they probably didn't think of doing that on Live 95 in Limerick this morning, you see. Uh, but for luck, it's for luck. <laughs> anyway, it was quite civilised, was it? It was, it was very civilised and it was, it was good banter, you know. Um, we we gave interviews, we took photographs, you know, Brian Lockheed came down in fairness, Brian's an exceptional photographer, um, he's very he's very bossy, he's very, you know, he's very aggressive, but he gets the job done, <laughs> I like Brian, he's a good guy. Um, the only drawback to it is, um, I'm sure he took lots of photographs, but the photograph that made the examiner is a photograph of the sign, Welcome to Limerick. <laughs> we did both. We did both. Do you think the examiner would have, would have published the one that said "Welcome to Cork"? I know, but sure, I had to go over the border to bring them back. Like so, you know. <laughs> was was the cop we, there? We're the attacking. We're the attacking force, Neil, not them. <laughs> we're the invaders, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Liam McCarthy Cup at the moment? I would imagine Croke Park, and they're polishing us. You know, getting ready to engrave it, put cork on it. You know, when you win that, you don't get to keep it for the years. It's just for a little while. I think they do a tour with it, don't they? They bring it back to the, the whatever prospective county that wins it, and then, you know, they do a tour of the schools and stuff like that. But traditionally, they did. Obviously, COVID is sort of kibosh and everything, you know? I know. Listen, it, it's a, it was a great photo opportunity. It was quite lighthearted and lifted everybody's spirits. So, well done for that. Fair play to you. You had the foresight to say we'd have a bit it of a was, laugh. Um, uh, yeah, and they looked at us later in between us, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to say that, uh, you know, I, I won. Um, and, what? Uh, you managed to catch it, is it? I did, yeah. <laughs> I was actually, Paul Byrne did a thing with me above in Belfield yesterday and um, he was, uh, <laughs> we did a few takes and uh, he said, he texted me down afterwards and he said, he goes, listen, he goes, you're going to be out for 10 seconds now, but P.S., you're a crap hurler. <laughs> did, you, did you not connect, no? No, I did, I did, but uh, I, and then I got a text off a friend of mine and he said, two things, firstly, your technique is shocking and secondly, your spirit has been brilliant, it's been uplifting all week, thank you. Which which can't be said about Cork City Council with regards to their technique, why in the name of God is there no red and white on our poles, why haven't the city done anything to celebrate this wonderful event? I, I, heard, a, I heard a caller there, he was on a boat, there's no 
flags down the parky ring yeah. uh, just before I came on. Yeah, now let them look at the stadium or our county board. I know we do have flags flying in City Hall uh, and we've painted City Hall red and lights. Uh, we're looking at bridges and stuff like that. But I think that earlier in the week uh, there was a call went out between the two chambers, Limerick Chamber and Cork Chamber, to get the businesses uh, involved. And I had a walk around the city and to be fair, um, a lot of indigenous businesses or you know non-multinational businesses have come out only some have, ah come on I know, did the same have. walks as you and you wouldn't yeah. really oh, you have to look I, I said it I said it too on the radio on during the week but, you know they put an extra call out that the county uh, was far more colourful than, than the city you know but look we're not done yet just a couple of days to go so I'll be I'll be talking to the lads inside here Finney's just backing me into the bunker and um, we'll, I'll, I'll go upstairs and see what else we can do but uh, any businesses that don't have flags and stuff I would ask them to, to get them up though and make the final push you know yeah but I, I mean I don't mean to overly labour this point but I did hear that the, a decision was made at City Hall that if there was to be any decorations of flags and buntings it was up to the businesses to do it that City Hall wasn't going to do it was that I a decision that. that was made? You don't know? No, no, I never heard that. Supposed to but if you were to put um, your hand on your heart this Friday morning, do you think enough was done? From a city council perspective? Yeah. Well, Jesus, I'm baiting the drum all week long. You know, I, I had to buy a new pair of shoes yesterday. The heel came off it. Um, from a flag perspective in the city, look, we have public buildings and stuff like that. Um, I don't think we're finished yet. But in relation to, you know, your, your I suppose, assertion there that uh, there was a decision made that we'd leave it up to the businesses if that was taken, you know, on an executive level, I don't know about it. I wasn't told about it, you know. Okay. But I don't think that, I don't think that that's the... Well, it just seems endemic. Like, it seems that there there is nothing from City Hall, there is nothing from Parky Ring, and there is nothing from Parky Cueve. Three central players in the running of the city and, you know, the things that we love, you know. And unfortunately, we won't have a homecoming either. Um, I know only English touched on it on the, um, on the examiner. I think um, I put out a video last night... Um, this is very unfortunate, but due to the public health guidelines, um, I know both county boards have liaised with uh, relative uh, local authorities, Cork City Council in our case, Limerick City and County Council in Limerick's case, and um, there won't be any form of a traditional home. And that's the reason why maybe more should have been done about the build-up, more colour, more festivities, more bunting, more flat. I'm not blaming you, incidentally, I'm just... Sounding off that, and from what I can see going about, and everybody is very critical of a lack of effort, laziness, if oh, you like. Look, as I said, you know, for, for we, we still have two days to go to the All-Ireland, you know. Uh, we're Why, you're saying at this stage they might be searching cupboards in City Hall trying to find a flag or two, maybe? A bit of bunting from a pole to a pole. City Hall is decked out in flags. Um, and has been all week and has been read all week yeah. um, and you know I was on to the lads about the bridges they're looking at that as well um, you know, the logistics is, logistics involved in that but um, ah yeah you know, but it can be done like I mean it's not it a text you here is suggesting had it anything to do with the fact that the city manager is from Limerick <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I received a gift from the mayor of the city county of Limerick yesterday. It was a goodie box. It was all full of it was golf balls and everything. It was, it was, they were all, everything was branded Limerick. Like when we got back into the car and I said, to Finberg, want the golf balls? He said, I'll take them all right. And he opened them. There's Limerick inside of me. He goes, no, give it on. So <laughs> we, we, we have a goodie box going to the city manager now this morning. Because she is from Limerick, of course, and will probably be she's supporting Limerick, Limerick. But she's, you know, she's, she's, she's adopted here in Cork. You know, she's been here long enough now. <laughs> okay. You, know? you always yeah. make me laugh, even when I'm trying to be serious. Ah, but Neil, you have to laugh. You have to have the banter, you know. All right. There's a time and a place to be serious, you know. And, you know, obviously, look, 
flags, no flags. We're in an All Ireland final. The lads are going to go out there on the pitch on Sunday. Um, you know, you had your man Jamie from the cabin. I, I, I actually saw them during Bonfire Night. You know, the, the non-fire night that the city council hold. Yeah, those lads are amazing. That was uplifting. I was listening to them in the car on the way. Yeah, but that's about making an effort. I'm back to this point again. It's about everybody making an, an effort. And I'm just saying that City Hall, for whatever reason, has been found wanting. You have not, though. You gave us a lot of fun during the week, and thank you so much for delivering well, on all of that. The Lord Mayor will never be, will never be found wanting. <laughs> I can assure you of that. Well, I'm here anyway. All right, um, listen, have a, have a great and weekend. Enjoy the match. You too, Neil. You've and got the ticket, I assume, and you are travelling. Um, oh, look, uh, I am travelling. Um, tickets have been confirmed. I've yet to lay my eyes on them, but they're like gold dust. I'm hearing. I know everybody um, wants the first citizen to be there. In fairness, you know, look, look, look. With the mayor, the, the county, and the mayor of Limerick and City County will be there as well, and no doubt I'll be there. And look, uh, I might ask you to do. A, I don't often do this, to you, like, but you might do a request for me at the end of the show, even the spirits of the city. For sure. Yeah. What have you got in mind? Frank Walters, After all. Well, you read my mind because I have it. And in fact, would you like me to give it a spin now? Off with you. Okay, so this is for the Lord Mayor. Um, and I know, you know, you're doing a good job. And in fairness, you you know, I'm not blaming you for the flags. And you got rolled out and thrown under a bus with regards to the robot trees. I felt sorry for you about that one. So I think you deserve a song in fairness to you, all right? We might throw a few flags around there, Neil. <laughs> Cheers, Lord Mayor. This is for you. <laughs> It's just become synonymous with Cork, hasn't it? The Frank and Walters and after all. And I remember, oh God, it must be 20 years ago, be 25 years ago maybe, way, way back when one of the dads from one of the lads in the Frank and Walters called out to me at the radio station and gave me a 12-inch version of that and said, this is new, they're going to be big. A dad would say that. You need to play this. And I remember sitting down listening and saying, oh my God, that is just incredible. We played it to death and then... The rest is history with the Frank and Walters and after all. Now, John in Twilight News on Patrick Street has given us these packages. They include the two balloon displays, big balloon displays with a cork flag right up the middle of it. It looks fantastic. 50 feet of bunting and car flags. Um, so that's, we've had 10, we've got 10 of those packs, all right? We've got 10 of those uh, uh, packages to give away. And I've got four left, four sets left. And the great thing about this is there's no messing about me trying to get them out to you or you coming out to me or whatever. You just go in to Twilight News, into the branch on uh, Paul Street in the shopping centre and you pick them up there. So that's between now and midday. We have that to do. But just let me remind you again what you're listening for. This will be callers 10, 11, 12 and 13 when you hear this again, but not before. On the banks of my own lovely lead. So we got four of those left for callers 10, 11, 12 and 13. You can get them this afternoon and get bunting up, get the balloons up and get the flags up. And off we go. Back after the break. Text the Neil Prenderville Show now. 086-810-4106. Red. FM. Back to the phone lines. Damien standing by. Pa, the Piper's due on as well. But first up, Alan Kingsley. Alan, good morning. Good morning, Ayle. And it is, not, it is not our wish to wreck the buzz or to put too much of a downer on it. But, um, you know, we could do with a few more flags and bunting, right? That's true, yeah. I heard you a while ago. You said you cycled through town and you didn't see any. Very and little. You had to kind of really no. look for it, you know, that kind of way? Yeah. No, on Wednesday last, I was sitting on Dawn Square in the lovely sun with my brother. There was a girl selling the buntings, the flags. And I said to my brother, the atmosphere is lovely. It's putting happiness to the people of Cork. 
Mothers coming along, getting school books for their kids probably, and buying the buntings for the kids, you know, yeah. and things like that. And next, the garbage van turns up. They approached the girl. My brother and daughter, the girl, said, well, what they say, she said, I must move. I have no permit. Now, I said to my brother, three days before the All Ireland, wouldn't they keep a bloody eye on it? It was putting a lovely atmosphere in Don Square. And that girl then had to go away and get her car. She drove up to take away her, st- her stuff. And then a traffic warden appears, going, giving her a ticket because she was parked on the footpath. And my brother went off to her and he said, you're not putting a ticket on that girl's car. She's only making a, a few bob. She's parked on the footpath. And she says, it's easy knowing you're retired. <laughs> what? She said to him, it's easy knowing you're retired. Seemingly must be the report to retire people spotting things in town. <laughs> but hang on, uh, but I mean, if, if she, was she parked on double yellows like or on a clearway or no, something? You can't just abandon a car and decide I'm going to sell flags, leave my car on Patrick's. No, she brought the car up to take away. Oh, no, bad form. Yeah. The poor misfortune. Form, yeah. Do you know what probably happened there, Alan? I'd say somebody made a complaint to the guards and the guards have to respond to the complaint, you know? Yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Because I don't think that the guards themselves, you know, each individual guard doesn't want to be going around hassling people selling flags, you know. That's not what they went to Temple Moor for, I'd say, but they probably had to respond, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the girl had to move off anywhere, and then I said, well, look at it, it's day, no, it's day, no, you know. It was a grand atmosphere in the the morning time, you know, and... uh, she came back again then. They were back yesterday afternoon when I was cycling through town. Yeah, and she came back the second time while we were there. We were sitting there and all, and didn't the van come around again and move her again, you oh, know? I know, and you think they should be left alone. It adds to the atmosphere, yeah. it adds but to the three, colour. Three days before they all learned, when last were they setting flags in town? I know. Well when said, actually. Yeah. you know, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. keep a blind eye too. But there's times when you, know? you just should look the other way, you're saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Simple good point. thing, like, you good know. Points. Good points, well the made. Co- the co- people are suffering enough with the cover for the past all 18 months. And too lovely to see the kids getting their flags just and their buntings, you know, and they're putting little ribbons around their dogs, you know. Do you know something? It, they were making memories for kids on the streets then yesterday, weren't they? they were, over the course, yeah. Well, yeah said. You know? well said. You put it very well. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for contributing. Well, thanks Thank a you. million. I'll forget back. Thank you. Cheers, my man. And as you say, Cork for the win. In fairness, Jim Delaney says, well done to Virgin Media News and to Paul Byrne for showcasing Cork supporters all week, particularly yesterday's news. It showed the true spirit of the rebel county and grave gave real fans a chance to shout their support. It was great to see the footage of Shandon Street and the Lord Mayor playing hurling on Patrick's Hill as well. I didn't even know he was up that way with the hurling and slitter, but apparently he was. He gets around. Damien, good morning. Morning, Neil. How are you doing? You, you feel you have to explain betting ahead of the match on Sunday, do you? Yeah, first of all, I'm a Limerick man, and you, you'll all know my house over in Rochester. It's, it's, it's the one that's very green and white at the moment. So if you need any of those, I've a, a couple of spare meters of green and white. And have the residence committee in Rochester not asked you to take it down? They have they have passed by and nodded their disagreement and disdain, but I think they're waiting like all Cork fans in the long grass for Monday. You're very, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine because I will be uh, at five past two flying out of Dublin for Kabul if we lose. You're very, you're very brave. But the, but, the, but the betting, the betting anyway. Yeah, I just want people to know. Not trying to promote betting, but just so 
all the Cork fans know going into the weekend that Limerick are 2-7, to 72 on, and Cork are 3-1. to one. And if you don't understand betting, what that means is if you put 20 euros on Cork at 3-1, to one, you're going to lose 20 euros. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to win 60 and your stake back. It's great crack. It's great crack. I'm from Drumcolour right on the border, so it's great crack. There's serious shenanigans going on down there all along the borders. Like, yeah, it must be. Is it tough for county towns where a village might straddle a border, like... Yeah, I mean, look, it's tough for tickets, Dave. Tough for tickets. I mean, I feel sorry for... I mean, you had a very very well put by a caller earlier about the tickets. You know, like, committee members of clubs, like, they do a lot of the work. And, you know, it is there for them to get some tickets. And and they are genuine fans as well. Yeah, no, there was just one club in particular that came in for a lot of criticism where people at the top table, as they call it, or the suits or what have you, and um, they got two. Yeah, but, Neil, that, that happens every year. The tickets just aren't bloody well there, you know? That's a, look, I've been my bonnet over tickets going to New York and London and Leitrim and places like that. You know what I mean? It's just for, for the one year. And New York you know? and London. And yeah. like, well, I made that you point know? earlier in the week. Would it ever be a case that for an All-Ireland final, the tickets only go to the counties in the final? I don't know. I think, I, I think this could have been the final because even I was saying on a sensible uh, note for COVID, basically you're inviting two people from every parish to the one place in Ireland someday. I just think it's technically now I know the tickets bounce back and you know I'm sure Mayo and Club and Kerry will swap their tickets and all that but look they're going on about the super spreader on Sunday at Croke Park in the papers again this morning we have to get our lives back if we we contained it between Limerick and Cork should we be grand you know but um, look the only thing I can say is best look to Cork and you know you're lucky enough you won't have a super spreader event on Monday (laughs) we carry we carry that cross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going to so, be a great weekend. So somebody said, weekend. I had a text earlier on saying that he got Cork at 14 to 1. You're saying it's into 3 to 1 now. Well, I tell you, if you get Cork at 14 to 1 and you put 20 on, you'll still lose your 20. A <laughs> <laughs> Limerick man with a sense of humour. I love it. <laughs> good stuff. Best of luck to everyone. All right, good luck, good luck, good luck, All good right. luck. And that's a house that's covered in Limerick bunting uh, down Rochestown Way. Well done to you, Damien. Appreciate it, my man. We here at the Teapot Cafe and Don Manway in West Cork are supporting our hurlers with our new Rebel Cupcake. They even sent me a photograph of it. They absolutely look delicious, the red and white cupcakes. Well done to all. Up the Rebels. Anyone looking for a spin to the match on Sunday? There's still a few seats left. Up the Rebels is Helen Leahy in Ballinacurrig. And she sent me a photograph of uh, <laughs> a large, a large toy donkey or horse covered in red and white with two dogs on top of them. Well, one dog and some kind of a mannequin character, both of them emblazoned in red and white on what must have been a very sunny day, probably early in the week when you took that photograph. I love it. But this is just absolutely beautiful. I got a letter from Dylan. He's nine years old and he put pen to paper during the week and wrote to me and it's a gorgeous little letter in fairness. Morning, Dylan. Hope you're listening. He says, Hi, Neil. My name is Dylan. I'm a hurler and a footballer and a huge Cork fan. When Cork beat the Kilkenny Cats, Brilliant match. I straight away asked my mum, could I please go to the Ireland final, the All-Ireland final? She said no, because there would be a crowd. And obviously, I'm not vaccinated. I tried everything, but she still said, even if we could get tickets, she wouldn't let me go. Meanie? Dylan's word. But then guess what happened? Last week, my teacher tested positive, and I was a close contact. I got tested. And I have COVID. So now I'm isolating, which is very hard. I can't even see my brothers. 
But the isolation, Neil, finishes on Saturday. And mum can't say, I can't go now. <laughs> Smart boy. He's had the COVID. Why couldn't he go? Now all I need is tickets. My mum said it's impossible to get tickets. But last week, she also told me that nothing was impossible. Please, 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 can you help me get tickets? I have savings, so I can pay. That's no problem. I know everyone wants one, and I have my fingers crossed. Dylan, age nine. Isn't that the most beautiful letter? Wouldn't it be just wonderful, although the chances are slim to nothing, really? But wouldn't it be just great if we could, if we were, if we were at all possible to make nine-year-old Dylan's dream come true? I love that line. He says, Ma'am says, you won't be able to go because it's impossible to get tickets. But the week before, she told him that nothing was impossible. The minds of kids are just fantastic. Dylan, thank you so much. If you are lucky enough to get a ticket, and if you're even luckier to get your ma'am to let you to go, enjoy it. If not, and you're watching it on the television, enjoy that too. But thank you so much. If I hear anything anywhere along the way, uh, with regards to a ticket or two, um, I'll come back to you. But as I say, it's uh, it's difficult to say the least, and that's an understatement. Okay, lines open at one eight fifty one zero four one zero six. Hello, Neil. My name is Donny Dog, and I'm from Donovan's Road. Listen, just a very quick one for you. I don't know if you heard the news, but the man himself from Heaven God, he was in Limerick yesterday on his staycation, and he bumped into a couple of Limerick boys, and they got chatting. And after about twenty minutes, God turns along to the boys, and he said, "Come here, lads. You're a nice bunch of fellas. Is there anything I can do for you? You know I'm God, and I can perform miracles." So one of the boys turns along to God and he says, listen God for years we've been looking for a motorway to be built all the way from Limerick to Cork, is there anything where you can help us? So God says come here, that's an awful job you're asking me to do, I'd have to move mountains cut down trees, dig up roads families would have to be moved out is there anything else you want me to try and do for you? So another fellow turns around and he says, God, is there any way that you'd make Limerick win the match on Sunday? So God turns around and he says, come here lads is it two or four lanes of traffic he went in that motorway? <laughs> Thank you, Donny Dorgan. Keep them coming, up the rebels. Talk to Neil Printerville now. 1851 Red FM. Free Food Friday as well as everything else, courtesy of ourselves and Oak Farm Pizza. And we will give you the uh, vouchers. You will receive four large pizza vouchers and sides to go with it. And you can pick them up then at Oak Farm Pizza, Douglas, Clonakilty, Bandon, Princess Street or Gillaby Street. We'll have three winners. Some more shout outs. Uh, keep those texts coming. Text who you are and where you are to 0868104106. To everybody at Chair Artistry of Hair on George's Key. Love some pizza. And to the Brothers of Charity Day Service staff, they're listening this morning. Crowley Engineering, Argos and Mahan, Ultra Domus. They've got a new office and would celebrate with pizza for lunch. Everybody at the Balancholic Post Office and Morris Healy's news agent. Morning to you on a wet morning, they say. Safety Alliance and Bearings, keeping people health and safety, health and healthy and safe. Uh, what else have we got for you? Paddy Murray Auctioneers and Bandon. Morning, Paddy, Damien, Phil and Sharon. Brian Hurley and Clonic Hilty. My son has four friends over for a party this evening. It would be great to feed them Oak Fire Pizza. Good luck with that. Northside Tires on the Old Mallow Road are listening. So is everybody at Elaine's Sewing Shop in Mayfield. And all at uh, all the staff at Bar One Betting Office on Evergreen Road, Turners Cross. Because they are simply the best and work the hardest. And for everybody at Long Insulations, Rebels of Boo, Five Hungry Men Looking for Pizza. And finally for now, AP Vaughan Recycling in Tower. So keep those texts coming. Text 0868104106, who you are and where you are. With regards to some texts, with regards to what's coming in this morning, keep those coming as well. Your opportunity to get involved in um, 
the build-up and the countdown. Outstanding building up for the hurling this morning. Well done to all, says Pat, Corky Gaboo. Um, the uh, Gary McCarthy and Stevie Jude G don't get enough praise for all they work, the work they do for young people around Cork. Two heroes, says Declan from uh, Nocknahini. Louise called to say that she is set up outside the post office in Mayfield and has car flags, T-shirts, hats, caps all for sale. She also has a stall in Mallow. So, um, good luck to you. I hope you're left there because we all want that bit of crack and all that bit of uh, that bit of colour. Why not ask the council about the lack of flags? Did that. The Lord Mayor said he and City Council are looking into what they can do regarding flags. On the ball as always at City Hall with 54 hours to throw in. Sounds pathetic to me. Clancy's Bar in Yall are the only ones flying flags and colours in, in, in Yall apparently. We'll chat with them later. I just thought I'd give you a laugh. My daughter's been trying to win the competition she's running all week. But this morning at six she thought she won. She was roaring in her sleep. Up the rebels, up the rebels. Needless to say she woke the house. The poor misfortune. Dreaming of flags and bunting and balloons. Fair play and no bitterness out of her. I'd love if she got tickets. She deserves it. And that was from earlier on with regards to people. I think that was probably Mary Scannell, who for the first time since she was seven, the superfan won't be going to Croke Park. And she understands why she's not going, in fairness to her. City Council will bend over backwards to fly the rainbow flag anywhere, but uh, and they can do it for most of June for Cork Pride Week. But the red and white All-Ireland weekend is out of the question for them, says Richie. Why? Um, thank you for those texts. Keep them coming. Text 0868 104 106. And after uh, 11, of course, we'll continue the countdown and your opportunity to get shout-outs on the air, and we'll chat with more people. I'm looking forward to chatting with the Pad the Piper of that, you can be sure. And counting down to Sean O'Shea and the Banks just before midday. So keep the text coming, text 0868-104-106. Pick up the phone on one 106 and we'll pick it up after 11. I'm Rory. And I'm Valerie, and you can join us for the very best in local, national and international sports every weekend on the Big Red Bench. That's the Big Red Bench, every Saturday and Sunday from 6 on Cork's Red FM. Rebel you better Emerald believe it. Music station of the year. You're on Cork's Red FM. And a man who's always getting behind the Rebels, year in, year out, for a long, long time. The one and only Pa the Piper. Good morning. Hey, oh, kid, how are you? Oh, <laughs> I see that your house looks absolutely mega. Your granddaughter Stephanie sent me some great photographs of your house, Pa. They didn't take, they didn't take the photographs of me with the double cup. I didn't see that one. All the four, all the four got to run and the wind, and the window going on. But all of the colour outside, it looks fantastic. Big effort, fair play. And I also saw you with um, the bomber, the bomber Roach, uh, marching down Shandon Street, didn't I? Yeah, boy, we black, and we took over the bus and all. <laughs> and you had the pipes as well. Yeah, and they had all for after. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I thought you were playing them no more, you said. I, I, I think, you know, no, I'm playing them, I'm playing them all a long time. I, and I was asked at weddings and funerals and everything. I know, so. but I've always wanted you to strap them on when we're on the air to give us a blast of the pipes. I, I love them, I love them there, no, after, but the bomber last one request will you play our own, our old song that we wrote evermore. Where is it? Have I got it? You have it, yes, you've played it thousands of times, freaking. Have I got it? Okay, yeah, well, it's a bummer order. It's a great song. Is it a, is it, what, is it about Cork? Yeah, ever more. All see, about Cork. I'll play it. You know what I was thinking of playing Billas? Um, um, the Banks. And the Banks of my own lovely yeah. Lee. You played the bummers all first before we got to No, I was going to play Billas Beautiful City and Sean yeah. O'Shea's The Banks. 
Yeah, yeah. But well, I play, if I can find your one, I'll give it a spin too. You played it a lot. Okay, well, let's get working on that and see if we can find it. No ticket, no? No, not yet, no. The Vincent Paul said they sent two. They said what? The Vincent Paul said they get two for us. <laughs> so you're holding and, and out. That, another thing, that tone is a disgrace. Flags yeah, is right. I have 2,000 flags up here. I know. I hate I hate being negative, but it just isn't good enough. Sure, it's not. No, no, not really. No, not all the terraces around the place. They're all skimpy, you know, one, one Denny by flag. Yeah, you wonder why, like, because it's just something that doesn't come know, around. They have no choice, I think. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you're rebel true and true, right? Are you nervous oh, at don't. all? I'll die a rebel, and I'd be buried in thing, and, and you talk about the going in the bed... I have a bed covered in in them guns for since they came out and going. Well, have you got one of the one of the one of the? I think it's I think it's um uh, it's a duvet with matching pillowcases. And that's on me bed. That's on the, the bed, the private bed in the front for guests. But there's no guests going into that bed. <laughs> You'll be buried with that around you, will you? I'd be buried definitely all in red. But before the match is on there, they should do another thing for us too. They should. Have a minute silence for the best cock supporter, Jonty. Jonty, tell us about Jonty. Jonty, he, he died the year before last. We give him some turnout, but but he went to every matches since the fifties, including me, said Nelly. Go away with that, and he yeah, passed and away. He, if he went, if he went up to Jonty's house, I know it'd be, it'd be a bad thing. Like, he had thousands of programs going back. We fit the host there for our tea one time. And what would he make of it now, this weekend? He'd oh, be so... he's calling his grave. He's outside now, you know, by the boy dock in the grave there, and he's shouting, Jesus. <laughs> and he tell you, he'd, he, he'd get a ticket for me. Was he like you, someone who would go rain, sleet, or it's snow? Rain, rain, and all the matches. I know. Yeah, and did you take the pipes to Croke Park over the years then as well? I took him, I took him one time in the gas. It is an offensive whipping. He told me... <laughs> He looks after them no more than me old all. <laughs> he said your pipes were an offensive weapon. He, he did, and I had to bring him up to the gas barracks and throw up air. <laughs> leave him there. That's a fact. Oh, for God's sake. And I got cut in the wind up after them. With Mick Mull. <laughs> yeah. I busted me head here on the skull and all. Um, I, was, I was doing a job. Oh, my. I'm glad that you're still playing, though. I play a tune there, and I'll stick the phone onto the wall. All right. Will I wait for you? Will you wait for me a sec? Are you strapped up? I know, yeah, but I must put the phone on to the wall. I'll tell you what, I'm going to take an ad break, so I'll come back when you're strapped up. Is that Okay, I'll wait for you if you want. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Wait for me a sec, no one sec. These are bagpipes, lads. Not Elam pipes, bagpipes.
kid. That's super, super stuff. Here we go is right. Well done. Oh, is it all right? That was brilliant. You have a fine style about you, you know. They're easy enough to play, those bagpipes. It's the illum pipes are the hard ones. Like The old bagpipes only have one octave, you see. Makes them very simple. Uh, a girl stopped me one day with the pipes and he said, it's no, give, it's no good giving you the bag, you're blowing them every day of the week. <laughs> Will well, you do that favour for me, Neil, if you can? I'm trying to find it. I'm desperate yeah. to try and find it. I'm, just, I'm going to put you back on hold, see if you can track it down and give it a spin, all right? Yeah, yeah, it's all night, man. The best of luck, though, to the cock team, Mr. You're the greatest, Pat. It's always great to chat. Let me see if I can find that. But enjoy the weekend, and thanks for the rendition, all right? All right, all right Neil. Look after yourself, look. Pat. Look after yourself. <laughs> Let me head down your way, the great Pat the Piper. He's wonderful. Down to Clancy's and your Padre, good morning. Morning, Neil. How are you? Follow from, uh, that. <laughs> you don't have a musical instrument there handy, aren't you? No, no you def- I definitely won't be playing the fights here this morning. Maybe a big a Bowron or something, a Borough, a mandolin, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I hear tell you're the only people down there with flags up. Is that right? No, 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 no. Uh, I was I, I was around town yesterday evening and I saw Moby Dix has uh, some flags up. Carl's Pub has some flags up. But listen, down in Yall here, we're so close to Waterford. We, uh, we definitely... So our, our car colours down here when we're looking over the river, you know. Because <laughs> a lot of people come over the Waterford border into y'all to work and then they go home again. I remember getting Very a car so. I remember getting a car N C T down in y'all and all the staff were from Waterford. <laughs> <laughs> well we do bring them in, you know. We do bring them in, we give them jobs and then we send them back over the river again. Yeah. But Is there much we love, we love we love to show them that our uh, are red and white when they came over uh, the bridge, you know. Yeah, well, so there are colours out then in y'all, yeah? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, and what's yeah, the plan? Yeah. Can you do much with the game on Sunday in the pub and restaurant? I wonder, you got a big outdoors there and stuff. Well, we, we do, but the weather's not looking great for us. Um, I like like today, outdoor dining. But, uh, yeah, no TVs inside. Unfortunately, you know, everybody's got to sit at the tables. Um, so, you know, it'll kill the atmosphere a little bit, I think. I'm, you know, seeing, good, well, I'm seeing good weather for Sunday afternoon, I have to say. Are you seeing it differently? Yeah, I was well. I was looking at one of the weather apps earlier on, and it wasn't giving some great weather. But listen, hopefully it will. And I think I don't think it'll dampen the the uh, the game anyway itself because it's going to be such a great great game. You know? Do you know much about hurling? Like, is there a y'all involvement? I know that uh, years years back, you of course did have a super duper um, um, player down in the sh- in the shape of wasn't Shawnee O'Leary from from y'all, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. yeah, he was from the East Cork area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, we have a, we have a bunch of uh, East Cork players on on, on the. Uh, on the team, all right, you know, which will represent uh, East Cork. But uh, no, I don't think that we've got anybody from actually. Uh, but listen, uh, not that it matters. Sure. Cork is Cork, no. and that's all that matters. Listen, it's going to be a fantastic, uh, fantastic game, and you know, unfortunately for Limerick, uh, it's not going to happen <laughs> this weekend. And just briefly, you know, when you were in New York and you were running all the different pubs in New York, would would there be as much interest there now this weekend as there will be here with Irish people overseas, the likes Very of you so, yeah. and Tom McCarthy in, in in Smithfield Hall and things? Yeah, well, I mean, years ago when we couldn't get the GA, um, you know, everybody had, so I even remember back in the early 90s, we had these massive satellite dishes up on the roof yeah. of the pubs tr- just trying to get the games. But now they have the games and, and the atmosphere is just so much better now because everybody can, you know, everybody has them, everybody puts on a different event and uh, it's great. It's just great. great and they'd be piling into the pubs early in the morning, wouldn't they? Well, I mean, it's it's you know, hurling's got so much pop, more more popular now in, in the states can, compared to when it was in the eighties and nineties because uh, everybody gets to see it and you know so on and so forth. They get they, they get into it. The Americans find it an amazing sport. Uh, they find it just it's nothing like hockey, so it's very different to them. Um, so you know, they they really enjoy watching it because it's so fast, 
so fast. And it's so, and it's so it, fast know. and it looks so dangerous to them. It's just the speed. Very, of it. very much so. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, American, they have a lot of dangerous sports over there themselves, but uh, it, it's just such far, a foreign sport to them that they're, they, they're just amazed by it, you know. So. All right. Okay. All right. Well, listen, great to hear that you got the flags up down your way and you too. And the weather will be good for Sunday afternoon. Make some plans. It'll be fine. Look after oh, yeah, yourself. Yeah, definitely. Well, 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 okay. Thank you so much. All the best. It. Take care. Podrick from Clancy's Bye-bye. Bar and Restaurant's got a great big outdoor area there. Well worth a visit. Good luck to you all down East Corkway. We put together, or at least Jordan Bracken put together the dream team, right? Which was 15 players that he chose from down through the years. It's very 70s heavy. That's all I was saying to you. But it goes back to the 50s and right up to, I'm not going to say much more about it, but it, trans, it goes right across the decades. So he picked the 15 and I was asking you guys to try and come as close as you could could to his 15 on the dream team, right? And whoever did would win a chauffeur-driven limo. It's an S-class Merc up and down to the match on Sunday, courtesy of Cork Limos, Cork Limousines Limited. So Cork Chauffeurs Limited, I should say. So that's in and we've tabulated all of them and I'll be giving you more details about that in a few minutes' time. All right, so if you've entered and you put in your dream team, don't touch the dial because you're getting ever so close now to perhaps winning an S-class chauffeur-driven Merc up and down to the match on Sunday. But back to the phone lines we go. I want to talk to Sully, Michael O'Sullivan, who's in, in Clancy's downtown. Michael, good morning. Neil Hortense, you have no You have no skin in the game in this now, being a Clare man, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you're probably bang on with that, but I think my three girls would be well invested in the Cork side of things anyway, so well, the, absolutely you, committed to the Cork cause. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Clare man, and your wife's from Limerick? Mm, we're, we're like a hybrid model here in Cork. <laughs> yeah, and she's all Limerick-like. Uh, all so, Limerick, so there'll be proper flags and banter now, as there has been all week. Will you watch uh, the match separately yeah. then, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she mightn't put up with us all roaring for Cork to win, and she be, she she's cheering on Limerick. But she'll all add to want it. Good luck with it. Good luck with it. Listen, um, what's the next best t- thing, Rod? You know, if you don't have a t- ticket to go to Croke Park, you've got the next best thing, have you? Well, uh, yeah. Well, I certainly think so. We're biased, aren't we? But, uh, geez, I'd love to give uh, one of your listeners a table away. We have a couple of tables left to reserve for the All-Ireland this Sunday. And uh, I have a lovely table on the roof for four for your uh, for one of your listeners. Uh, a staunch Cork supporter now, we hope. A good GA person. <laughs> what have you planned? Is it some sort of a big party or something? Do you know what? Uh, well, sure, everything COVID-related. Now, Neil, of course, right? Yeah, but a party with a party with people distance at tables totally, is still a bit yeah. of a party. We, we, we've so many screens right around our venue. Uh, staff, we have a food menu, very Cork-specific. A Teddy Mac special even in there. And uh, we have a red cocktail special for the day. You know, just a lot of a lot of goodwill and charm now and a, a bit of fun to be thrown in for our customers on a mega occasion. Like and that. a Croke Park-inspired menu. wonder what that's about. There you go, there you go. So there's a couple of lovely options on that now. So, yeah, just keep the Cork team in it, really, you know. Who's next door to you? Is it Downey McCarthy with that super window? They got up in the window, all of the players. Yeah, Downey McCarthy's on South Mall, just up around the corner. They did a really cool thing where they normally advertise their properties for sale, but they changed it to the the players and they said they're not for sale so each player is a photograph of the window where there would be a photograph of a house and it says Niall O'Leary not for sale Robert Downey not for sale Tim O'Manny not for sale (laughs) but actually there's a very good one in there though uh, one of the former great baby Jesus as he was known as in Cork Tony O'Sullivan works there and over his picture they say for sale (laughs) (laughs) 
And I, I've, good, I've like. another photograph then of the Cork Rebel Colours and a big hurley up on a on a table or a mantelpiece. Where's that? Is that you? Yeah, correct. That's that's our display inside in Clancy's. But sure, look, look, we think we associate ourselves with the GA community all year round and having paraphernalia, let it be all our medal winners or famous jerseys or some of the greats down through the years. Uh, we have them on display constantly, and it's just a constant thing for us. But we certainly up this for this weekend and this week. And maybe if I just while you're there, if I can congratulate Pat Ryan in the Cork Twenties on Wednesday night, what was amazing start and the minors for Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I know you're yeah, right. You're right. Okay, absolutely. okay. Well, hopefully so you might get caught oh. up in the senior thing, you know. But, oh no, it would uh, be great. It would be great to get all three across the line. But yeah, so you wouldn't yeah. mind then getting a loan of the Liam McCarthy to put into that display for an hour or two. Maybe that will happen. Can, Who knows? You can be very sure of that. We wouldn't mind that one bit. Not all right. at all. Okay, not so can we give away? Can we give away a VIP package for four then for Sunday with the TV view and a bit of? food at Clancy's yeah be delighted to absolutely oh, delighted and I'm going to give him a nice table on the roof we'll have we screens up there match commentary uh, yeah look so much yeah they'll be well minded and dined uh, for the for the few hours around I love it the match and into the match and I match. love it so I great. love it thank you so it. much continued success to you and all of the team at Clancy's Princess Street and thanks for that we'll give it away just before midday great. thanks a lot cheers, cheers Sully thanks. take care oh, all the best another pub restaurant making a big effort I was chatting earlier on about Crawford and Co who have gone all out in fairness to them big time and in fairness I see some bunting outside the shadow as well as I was cycling through uh, yesterday afternoon can I please chat with Eugene, Mix- Eugene Sweeney he's a hurley maker at Eugene Sweeney Sweeney Hurleys. Uh, I just wanted to chat with him a little bit, just because of all things hurley, hurling. Um, Eugene, good morning. Neil, how are you? I'm well. Listen, I, I watched the semi-final and after it, there was a fantastic documentary on Christy Ring. Did you see it? Uh, I, I, I'd say I've seen that one. Is it, um, it was the one that was made last year, was it, Neil? Yeah, you weren't involved yeah. in that, making a hurley for Sean Ogre, and then, no? No, 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 no. Oh, it was fantastic no. to watch Hurley's yeah. being made. You know what they? We you know what they did. They gave him. They gave some of the players, the Cork players, a Hurley that would have been used like what, maybe a hundred years ago, which was a totally different weapon at the time, wasn't it? Oh, massively different, Neil. They're much longer than what's been used now today, and the boss on them was much, much smaller. They liked. The they instance. liked the smaller boss. They said it connected yeah. better. It connected better, but I suppose the emphasis was all ground hurling as well back then was all around hurling that's kind of gone now it's all quick hurling to the hand you've, hurling with a box and you've so. made five of the Cork teams hurley have you? Hurley's. that's right there'll be, so there'll be Sean O'Donoghue and Luke Mead um, we'll be using them you've Niall Cashman Tyg DC um, and Daniel Meany from Blackrock as well they'll be all involved with the senior team Ash um, are they the, Ash the Hurleys? Ash Hurleys yeah Ash you old enough to remember when they were trialling plastic, are you? They're still trialling plastic. <laughs> Neil, there's still there's plastic, there's bamboo as well. I'm sure some people have seen on, on Nationwide. Um, can, so can, like, trialling that. can a hurler play with whatever kind of hurley he wants, or camogie no, play with whatever she wants? If they hurl well, with, <laughs> isn't that the main thing? So, but there's no, there's no regulation dimensions or size or anything, no? There, there, there is, but they're not really enforced. I suppose a lot of the time, really, um, you're not going to have referees checking hurleys and stuff. There you'll be, you'll be checking your side. five hurleys on Sunday, <laughs> though. <laughs> I'll be hoping they'll get them over the line anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a hobby with you? It's a hobby, Neil. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have, a, I have a nine to five. Um, it all started as a hobby like that. Um, I was 
join our Carpenter tour. Um, finished up in 2009 in the last recession and uh, got a job elsewhere. It wasn't working at Wood and um, started doing this in the evenings then. How long um, would it take then to yeah. knock out a hurley? It's on a lathe, I guess, isn't it? No, so I, no? I hand make all my hurleys. Oh my God, incredible. So, so How long? Um, about 30 minutes. About 30 minutes for, for one hurley. That's not too bad, sure. It's not. Is there a huge interest no. now in hurling again? There is? There, there is, yeah. There is again, like, you know. Um, there, there, there is, I suppose, like, you know. Um, it's, it's massively growing over in America and stuff like that now at the moment. Do you export? Um, not really, to be honest, no. <laughs> not really. Um, I prefer now when people just call to the shades and, you know. And, I know, and I'm getting the impression you know. that you're bespoke, you know. Well, it is, you know, like that. I've only a certain amount of time I can do a two-meal with, you know. Um, well, if the Cork like hurlers that. are coming looking for the hurley, they must be happy <laughs> yeah. with what you're making. Well, I hope they are, look, you know. Um, they're, they're, they're there within their, you know. I, I wouldn't be where I am anyway without them. Um, you know, they're fantastic lads. They're great hurlers. Um, I'm very lucky to have them coming down to to get the Hurleys off. Where, you know? where are you based? Um, Kildare. So you, oh, Kildare. A lot of my family's yeah. relations and distant relations are from Kildare. So will you travel on Sunday then to keep an eye on your hurls? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll head up now on Sunday, yeah. So... Um, Lucky enough to get a ticket anyway. So. Lucky you. Lucky you. Yeah, you probably yeah, squared one away. Yeah. Well done. Well, listen. Well done. We've got five of your Hurleys on the pitch. Um, it might break a couple and they might get more than five on the pitch. But if they're breaking <laughs> Hurleys, it means it's a good game, don't. doesn't it? Yeah, it does, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting stuck in anyway, then, if that's uh, the case. All right. Well, listen, so. enjoy the match and good to chat with Brilliant. you. Good to catch up. Thanks. Thanks very much, Neil. All Thank the best, you. Eugene. Take care, Seth. Lines know. open one eight fifty one zero four one zero six. You can text zero eight six eight one zero four one zero six. Bring it on! This is the Neil Prenderville Show. Tweet the show at Neil Red FM. 104 to one zero six Red FM. Do some text in a few minutes' time, but just ahead of that, Derek. Good morning. Good morning, Liam. How are no, you? Oh, Derek is down in Blackpool. He's selling flags, headbangs, bunting, the whole shebang. Is that right? The whole shebang is right, but we forgot to bring the punches with us. The ones with the holes in them. And how's business? Not too bad, old, but it's very quite a small over the rain. And how's it been all week? I hope all the cockroaches will come out and buy all the hats, nice head headbands. Ah, we want to clear you out, sell everything, absolutely. Where in black... I'm in the islands on the back three points. And, um... I hard to get an all iron medal. Oh, so, so you're not selling any Limerick flags or hats or bunting, no? No, no, we're not allowed. No, 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 no. All the, all the cock, cock stuff on You'll be run out of Blackpool, but where are you exactly? Uh, outside Boots. Oh, boots you're in the Boots. Okay, you're in the big centre then. All right, okay. Yeah, across from the Starbucks, uh, Starbucks coffee shop. Okay, how much is a flag? The big flags are 50, the small ones are 10. The bags are uh, seven. The bunting? Uh, the, the, the buntings are um, seven. Where'd you get all the, the stuff? The, the bunting's are ten. Do you the make all ten? Where do you, seven. where do you make do you make all of it or where do you get your swag from? We have that all locked up uh, over the past couple of years because the place is closed out and locked out. Okay, so you but yeah, you bulk bought everything in advance. We well, suffered bulk, but uh, we were doing that for two years over the lockdown. And it's only do you only come out selling it when it's cork? Oh, no, we we be all over Ireland. <laughs> 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 
Will you carry it out next week on the tree? If Kerry beats Tyrone next week. Oh, so after this, then you'll move to Kerry, and then from there, you'll move to all of the other counties that are playing with their flags and hats. That's right, yeah. We are, we have all different flags. Oh, we've a Liberty flag here as well. To put on a Liberty one. And are you being that's left. Up, to... That's open the place, though. <laughs> The extra <laughs> you know where you are now because there's others like you inside in town and then be moved on by the guards. Are you being left alone out there? Oh, I'm all right because I'm a cockman. I'm a real cock one in. <laughs> I'm the real cock below. Tell them all uh, to come over here to me. All right, well, listen. I listen. Look at, I, and I look after them all, right? Are you a Blackpool man or where are you from? Oh, I'm from Ricky the Origin. I'm a guy with a real cockman. I've been born in the Finbells. And if you are not born in the Finbells, you're not a cockman. <laughs> I was born in the Bonds. What does that make me? Uh, half and half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. There's a bit of rain there now, but it'll improve in the afternoon, and you'll do roaring trade then. Hopefully, all right. Sit tomorrow, and all the green cockroaches over. All right. We know where you are now. You're in Blackpool Shopping uh, Centre. Come over there to yourself. I look after you. All right, all right pal. Appreciate it. Thanks. I'll be down there alongside you. And then uh, we, uh, we, we all wish Cork to win Sunday, and Mayo to win uh, 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 in a few weeks' time. So are you heading Mayo? Are you heading up to Mayo with flags and hats? No, no. I'll be in Kerry. I've been. Uh, <laughs> we've been to Lee County Kerry. All right, fine. In the, yeah. in the Lions Inn. I live uh, down there. All I live right. in Cardiff Park to Lee County Kerry. All right. Well, listen. Good luck today and across the weekend. May you sell out Thank of flags, much, headbands, I, I and bunting. All right, good luck to Derek. Cheers, Dumb Black Pool selling hats, flags, bunting the lot. Catherine, good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. Okay. Um, I'll you... talk fast because I know you're running out of time. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say I'm a complete amateur on the internet, but about two years ago, I heard that the original Liam McCarthy played for Ballygarvan, uh, was from Ballygarvan. So I looked it up in my own innocent way on the tablet, and it said that his parents left Ballygarvan, and I live in Burgooley, which is not a million miles away, you know. Yeah. And um, it said his parents left Ballygarvan, I think it was the late 1800s, I can't remember the date, and his father had no English, right? I'm not sure about his mother. They said to me that his dad was from Ballygarvan and his mother was from Limerick or something. I don't know about the mother. But he would he would have left. That would have been a long. That would have been in the eighteen hundreds. No English. Yes, no, he don't speak. Well, the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, speak and, Irish. Uh, that's exactly it. My own father spoke fluent Irish till the day he died. Right. I don't speak any at all, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, to get to the point, um, he was born, uh, to the best of my knowledge, from what I saw on the internet, I went to Ballygarvan GAA. This was about two years ago, and it said that the original Liam McCarthy was born in Peckham, and so was I. <laughs> so you're a Del Boy country then? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was John Sullivan that wrote um, Only Fools and Horses. From Barrett you know Street, yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah. And um, anyway... Um, the original John uh, Liam McCarthy went to the same primary school as me, oh St Francis God. Junior School in Friary Road in Peckham. Oh my God! How does that make you feel this weekend? Um, well, I felt it two years ago, and I tell you, for any people listening, the London Irish are the finest people in the world. <laughs> And they're going to have some fun this weekend in London. I aren't tell they? you, I, yeah. um, but it's like. It, 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 a lot, of it, a lot of it is not acknowledged, 
you know. There's no, there wouldn't be a photograph up to Liam McCarthy in your junior school, no? Um, probably not. We yeah. were all just children. Yeah. It was what, they were Capuchin Franciscans. There was the junior school with 45 children in each class. And they were all Irish teachers. And we used to get more 11 pluses than the rest of the... Oh, very good. Very good. And uh, next to us, it was all a great big um, kind of um, an area. I'm not sure what other word to use. Next to the school was um, the Capuchin Friary. It was in Friary Road in Peckham. And they were the Capuchin brothers and priests. And then next to that was the church, which was Our Lady of Seven Dollars, which I think I think I think John Sullivan used it in the. Do you remember where the the thing was dripping in on the statue? Oh yes, it was that. pretending yeah. that Our Lady was crying, yeah. but, <laughs> and know, they made money out of it. Oh my yeah. god! But, you know, when we used to go out for the May procession, you know, the, my brother was a cardinal. <laughs> he was like 10. <laughs> my brother was a cardinal. And we all, the girls all went out in their first communion dresses. But all the Cockneys used to come out and look at us, you know. I know. And, like they were pleased to see it. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, throwing rotten tomatoes. No, I know, like I know, that. I know. But Happy the memories. Thought, the thought that the original Liam McCarthy was born in Peckham. And that's honest to goodness truth. You're and you went. And no, I believe you 100%. And you're very proud of it. Same school as you, same junior school. Enjoy oh, yeah. enjoy the weekend. Thanks so much for listening. And I know you'll God be watching the match. Take God care of yourself. God All the best. Bye, Catherine. Bye meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Pad the Piper was asking earlier on about a song that he and Tom the Bomber Roche put together. This is for you, Pa, and also for Tom. Sticking a bit of Marty at the end and you're home and hose. Well done. Thank you so much for that, Pav, for reminding me. Happy to give it a spin. Text 0868104106. Pick up the phone on 1850-104106. We've got calls and comments, texts and all sorts of business on the way. The Neil Prendival Show on Cork's Red FM. Our phone lines remain open after midday. 1850-104106. It's all about the Rebels this morning and there's more than one. More about that in a couple of seconds time. But uh, with regards to Cork Chauffeurs Limited and the Limousine S, class mark up and down to Croke Park if you're heading to the match uh, you and whomever you choose to take with you big response to this Jordan's dream team were the following right and this was and then everyone was invited by email to try and come as close as you could to his dream team Jerk Cunningham from the bars right Jerk Cunningham from the bars Brian Murphy from Nemo Martin Doherty from Glen Rovers John Horgan from Blackrock Dermot McCurtain from Blackrock Johnny Crowley from Bishopstown Dennis Collin from the Glen John McCarthy from the bars Tom Cashman from Blackrock Jimmy Barry Murphy from the bars Brian Corcoran from Aaron's Own Christy Ring from the Glen Charlie McCarthy from the bars Ray Cummins from Blackrock and Shawnee O'Leary from Yall so that was his dream team of course you didn't know that you had to guess as many as you could and many people sent their own dream team. Now many got fours and sixes and sevens and stuff like that but five individuals got nine of the dream team that was the most, nine and that's Gary Gray, John Galvin Donald Cronin, David Carey and Frank Kelly so the five of you were shortlisted into a draw. So that's what we got to do. We got to draw a winner from the five of you. Each of you have been given a number, one, two, three, four, and five, and one of you will be drawn out 
in a few minutes' time for a chauffeur-driven limo and S-Class mark up and down to the match on Sunday. But you know, I'll come back to that. I was talking about Rebels. Next year will be the 100th anniversary of the killing of Michael Collins at Bale Blaw. This year it's the 99th and we're talking about all sorts of things Rebel-wise. I didn't want the week to end and the weekend to start without giving a quick mention to an event that's taking place in O'Mahony's in Watergrass Hill on Sunday at 6 o'clock and it's been put together and put on by Paddy Cullivan. He asks more questions, I think, that we can answer with regards to Michael Collins and what happened way back then. Paddy, good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. How are you doing? And you, I mean, you got me to sit up and ask about the questions you're asking. Was it a ricochet? Was it an anti-treaty marksman? Did Michael Collins have a son? Really? Yes, there's a lot of questions in there. There are, there are more stories uh, than we can hope to imagine. And all of these things play a part in the show that I do. It's a 90-minute historical entertainment there's a couple of songs involved. There's a, a hundreds of visual images. And I just take you through the death of Michael Collins. I had a show called The Ten Dark Secrets of 1916 and the Irish Revolution, which I did back in 2016. Yeah. But I focus now in just purely on the death of Collins and also the, not just how he was killed, but why he was killed. I'm amazed at it. I wish I was around for that. Unfortunately, I won't be. Is it just the one show? It's just the one show at the moment, but I do have two online shows at paddycullivan.com. You can buy a ticket and you get the full pre and a quarter hour take on it. But this is my 90-minute version that's going to be live in O'Mahony's Watergrass. The murder of Michael Collins, incorporating stunning visuals, songs and historical gems you'll never forget. Are there tickets available for Sunday night? I mean, what's going on at the pub? It's, they do great food up there. Is there a bit of grub? They're, fant- they're fantastic. They've been doing a series of concerts um, for, for the whole month. Uh, I think the match is on at six to eight, and then I go on after immediately after that and bring every you know after Cork wins, I bring everybody down and start talking about Michael Collins. <laughs> but, but don't worry about that; it, it'll be it, it's a life affirming thing, and there's a little bit of humour in there too because Collins himself is a very humorous man. Um, you know, at one point he was having a meeting with the Free State Cabinet, and W. T. Cosgrave was asleep, a little bit like the Green Leader we recently saw in the Doll Pass asleep, and Collins woke him up shook him and said go back to sleep for all the use you are <laughs> and of course he ended up being the T-Shock after but, oh uh, my God. So, some so things never change a hundred years on <laughs> there, there is a bit of crack in that you know what I mean So, but, but they're all. I also deal very very seriously with it and I use visual aids to help people because a lot of people think Bale on the Blow was a bit like the Neil Jordan movie where everybody was parked conveniently on a bend Actually, no. The ambush site. The ambush site was the length of Patrick Street in Cork. So I, I, I analyze and show you where uh, uh, exactly things were, and then I show you that the shots that that killed Collins, if we were to believe it was an anti-treaty marksman, would have to be the length of the Grand Parade. Oh so, man! So, the, so there are elements. I show some visual elements that help people to kind of get it in their head because you know there's a million books on it and a million things like that. Um, and, and people are still on. not in agreement, as you say. Well, no, I mean, and I get into trouble. It's called the murder of Michael Collins, and people have a lot of trouble, problems with the title even, because they say, oh, it was an act of war, or it was an assassination, or it was an accident, or any of these things. What, what I'm doing is I'm starting from that level and just saying, look, let's explore the whole thing, because there's too many questions to be answered, including how the Free State burned every document pertaining to it in 1932, and the, two days before Philip Hall came into power, and the fact that there was no actual inquest into his death. Did you know that Michael Collins doesn't even have a death certificate? No, I did not know so, that. So, so, so th- that. These, these are incredible things. It's very like the JFK story. You know what I mean? In that there's a million different theories, but also there are some very strange things in it. For instance, the car that, that he was in, the bright yellow Leyland 8 car, was out of the country by September of 1922 and ended up in Kenya. 
and fellas have tried to find it and can't do it. And and so it, these these things are all. If I had more time, I'd ask you about that and other stories. You've whetted my appetite. Yes. Hey, listen, I don't have any more time now, but I'd love to talk to you at a future date when we have a bit more time. But have we a pair of tickets and a couple of drinks to give away for Sunday's show? I'm sure you do. All Absolutely. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, do yeah, that. No, no problem at all. Okay, Sunday, 6 o'clock then, as I say, in O'Mahony's in Watergrass Hill. Tickets are for sale at uticket.ie. How much? Uh, 15 euros, and then I think it's tables of six. You can get as well. Okay. So it's oh. in pods of six, whatever that means. I'm so long out of the gigging game, I have no idea what any of that means. All right, we well, can it's, work it's, all it's, that it's, out. Okay, but <laughs> uticket.ie, tickets are available for Sunday night at six. It could be a great day out. Listen, Paddy, good to chat. We'll chat again, all right? The murder of Michael Collins Sunday uh, from six o'clock at O'Mahony's in Watergrass Hill. Right, I'm trying to squeeze in one or two calls before I love you and leave you for the day that's in it, but you can't let the opportunity pass without having a chat with the great Mossy Feeling. Good morning. Hello, how are you? Great to Hello. talk to you, my old pal. You mighty people watching on Frog Hunting. <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. I couldn't thank you enough. <laughs> Not at all. You think everyone's pulling their weight? Have you many flags out in the hand? Oh, the, the road is decked from top to bottom. Blood and bandits, red and white. I'd say you can go right back to the 50s at least, I'd say, with hurling oh, finals. I can go further. And if we were picking three of the greatest hurdles I ever saw, Chris Searing would be one. Jimmy died out of Tipperary, and the man that never won in Ireland, Jimmy Smith out of Clear, was, would have walked under that team. None way. of the Mackies, no? No, no. They, they, they weren't hurdlers at all. They were all. They were. They, they, they showed up. They were. They played hurling with a football, that kind of thing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> they broke Christy Ring's heart, I think, didn't they? But, but did you, you know, see Ringy play? I saw Ringy play one time down the park, and this is a true story. It was the old the city end, and they were playing Watford, and Watford were out the winning the All-Ireland of the National League that year. And they had a brilliant team. But they beat Cock by two points, and they should never have beat him. Because, you know, the back of the goal, it was very close to the wall. Ringy came in, and he hit a ball. And it went into the back of the goal, it came off the thing, it came back out and he pammed it over the bear. And it happened so fa- fast, the referee don't give a point. <laughs> oh, really? I'm telling you, that's told me Martin Fairfax did the grave. I saw that, I was about 17 years of age at the time. And watching him play, it was evident when you watched him play that he was in a league of his own, was it? Well, look, I'll put it to you like this. First of all, the builder, the man, he wasn't a big man, but he had a pair of shoulders on him. And when he got the ball in his hand, he always done something intelligent with it. You know, you could see him looking around. You know, it's he like wasn't a big guy. Like. like a mid-donning and it's like that. Like, this man, the people don't realise this, the people even in Dublin, when he'd be playing a crow pack, even in the National Holland game, they'd fill the ground. They all came for one thing, see the ring he play. Absolutely. And I used to meet him then, going at the same Augustans, when I was walking at Joe Keeley's. He lived in a shop there, alongside where Bishop Lucy Park was, I think it was Murphy's. He lived over there, that in an apartment. I'd be darned. 
But he wouldn't have sent the questions every morning. He w- that's right, I saw that in the documentary. Listen, I wish I had more time. Will you ever, I've, yeah. got a, I've got a limousine here to drive people up and down, an S-Class Merc, yeah. and I have five finalists, one, two, three, four, and five. Would you just pick a number off the top of your head there? We can give this prize away, you and me. Pick a number. Number three is David Carey in Dylan's Cross. David Carey, Mossy Phelan has just won for you. Return trip in an S-Class limo from Cork Chauffeurs Limited up and down to the match on Sunday. So congratulations on that. Are you going to give me a, a verse of the banks there, Moss? I will, but I just want to tell you this little story. I went into Crow Park one time with the wife, you know? Yeah. And she said, oh, I was not early final. I was out to get two tickets off that great man, Ian, and all the bears. And, uh... The wife would always do three crew beans for me. <laughs> so I took one out of pub and I was eating it and we were coined the tickets for the Lady Diary. And this little outside me says, just she said, I'd love one of them, but my wife won't uh, cook them for me. I took one look at the wife and I said, fuck, is she never cooked it another in her life? And uh, he says, me, would you ever do me a favour? Would you do a swap for me? See, oh, you press the chicken here. <laughs> I give you a breast of chicken for the wife if you cut me a crowbee and this swap was done at the other final. Marion got a, a thing. I'll tell you one other thing. Well, we're another 60 years now and we'll be 57 years married to Sunday. Congratulations, my friend. Life, and see me great-grandchildren coming on Sunday to me and oh, and the great grandkids around you to celebrate your yeah. life together. Isn't well that done. Lovely? Well done. Come on right. with the banks. Do a verse of the banks that we'll get out of here. Oh, often my toes does my fancy take flight to the homes of my childhood away. To the days when each patriarch vision seemed bright, ere I dreamed that those joys would decay. When my heart was as light as the wild winds that blow down the matter through each elm tree. Where we sported and played Each each shillam tray On the banks of my own lovely lea And then in the springtime Of laughter and song Did I ever forget that sweet hour with the friends of my youth as we ramble along through each mossy bank and wildflower. Then too, when the evening sun sinks in the west and the toil of the long day is over, with the friends of my youth as I ramble along on the banks of my old lovely You're the greatest, Mossy! The greatest, the greatest! To my thoughts a maid with her lover the wild daisies pressed on the 
Pucker, Sean O'Shea, and the banks of my own lovely Lee. My job is done. It's up to you guys now and the team on Sunday. Now, a little bit of housekeeping before I love you and leave you. Free Food Friday winners for today. Eric and everybody at Pro Valley and Maham Point. Uh, Elaine, Breda, Siobhan and Mary at Elaine's Sewing Shop in Mayfield. And Brian Hurley and Clon, they're having a big party this evening and pizza sorted to feed them. So well done to you guys for our Oak Fire Pizza. Get calling now and you know the drill here. It's all about this. So get calling now for our bunting packages, which is the flags, uh, the, uh, the bunting itself and the balloons and the hats from Twilight News. Our VIP package in Clancy's get calling for that and tickets for the murder of Michael Collins and O'Mahony's in Watergrass Hill on Sunday night. So a lot of prizes by phone. one 850 I'm out of time. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. Thanks for listening to this Red FM podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and check out redextra.ie for more great Red FM content.